Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. He has a lot of problems. Struggle to be top five in points at the end of the season. Wow. Don't bleach your, your hair, you're, you're a sellout. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 252. We are wrapping up the SMX playoffs. We are going to wrap up uh, basically the 2023 season. This is our last show for 2023 until we record our Supercross preview show. Uh, I'll be doing some intermittent videos here throughout the offseason. I've got some interviews we're going to do. I've got some spicy interviews we're going to do. And I'm stoked. Is that one... Is that one set up for a certain date? I am need to text him. Okay. Uh, I stay tuned. People. You guys are gonna like this. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be fun. We're for the for all the spicy content we bring you. This could be the some of the spiciest we've ever we've ever come up with. So, um, and we're not making stuff up. It's just stories that haven't been told before. So, uh, but yeah, but I got I got a couple different people lined up. Uh, I got one person that's real real keen to do a show with us here uh in the off season too so oh, you have to tell me who that is because i don't think that's not the same person but right not the same person. different person yeah. oh you have to tell me when we're not on because i don't know who you're talking about yeah so anyway uh so yeah so we got lots of people welcome back into the show any, anyway and everybody my name is travis i'm your host this is justin he's the co-host i just hit that thank you for just doing that right in the middle <laughs> and like i said this is show number 252 wrapping up the la smx race Wrapping up all of 2023, we're going to talk a little bit of MXGP here. I've got a couple things for you on that. MX of Nations. I have a I have a Holster Co. Reload rant. we got your 450s recap going to be brought to you by Gutterworks. We've got our 250 race recap going to be brought to you by our friends at Depth Creative Co. Before we get started, let's talk about these sponsors we got. So, oh, uh, we got a, at least one, if not two people coming up on the show, too. We've got Isaac Gonzalez, our uh, West Coast contributor, is going to be coming on because he was actually at the L.A. race last night. And then um, possibly Kev. We're going to at least try to call Kev because Kev had a weird night last night with things. So we're going to try to get that story out there. Um, before we get started, though, like I said, I want to thank our sponsors. So first up, presenting the show, as always, TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. From uh, two-tone wheels to small batch production jobs, we can do it all. Make sure to check us out at tlrcoatings.com or on all the major social media networks at TLR Coatings, including TikTok. Uh, also with us, Complete Racing Solutions. Check them out, completeracingsolutions.com. Coach Rob and his team can scientifically help you both on and off the bike. And I believe, probably wrong on this, but I didn't write it down. Uh, they are still taking applications for their 2024 Elite Rider program, which comes with all sorts of perks and benefits and free stuff. Uh, but if you're a pussy or helicopter parent, don't fucking apply. That was what I was told to say. No little bitches. No little bitches. But if you're out there to put the work in and, uh, you know, actually progress and do things, then apply for it. And if you're not, just go to a training facility like everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, also on board with us, like I said, Holster Co. Reload Rant, Gutterworks for the 450s, Adept Creative Co. for the uh, 250 Race Recap, Isaac Nelson Designs for the Digger Danger Zone, our last one of the season. 
and uh, yeah, and like I said, we've got we've got a whole bunch to cover here. This is gonna be a good show. So I thought, man, I thought it was an interesting night. There was a lot of people out there that weren't too stoked. Uh, Mathis was one of them. I don't know if I could agree. I think it was a an interesting night. I think it was a wait, pause. What was he not stoked about already? He just kind of made a comment. Uh, I don't know about where on Twitter. Oh, okay. He was like, uh, or whatever the hell we're calling it now, X. I don't X. know. X. He just basically X was like, yeah, he's like. What? Wait for you to get it on your own. X going to deliver to you. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, on he X. was he was just, okay, DMX. He was just kind of like, yeah, the racing kind of sucks, and um, just, you know, I'm not into it. I told you, those second motos last night for both classes were not, the first motos were great. The second motos, I was like, eh. Yeah, but I still think that there was stuff to talk about after what happened, and I, th- I think it's a, a peek into what 2024 might look like. Oh, for we're going to talk 2024 here as we go through this. Yeah, so, so. Um, All right. Also, uh, if you want to support the show, um, we have uh, we got Patreon. We've got, uh, we've got T-shirt links. There are Amazon links. All that stuff down in the description below. Again, the Amazon links, those are my favorite because you click those, you don't even have to buy what it sends you to it, we just have to put something there essentially so i put the podcast equipment we use uh and you just when you click those and go to amazon and buy something within 24 hours we get a small slice of that which is awesome so uh yeah so thanks everybody for tuning in make sure to like comment subscribe whole nine yards almost yawned i was about to say one <laughs> one um so all right so let's jump in 450 race recap brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. Just hopefully we're not hanging that front wheel over. Man, that was rough. We'll get to that. Um, so make sure to check them out. Links in the description down below. Okay. Should we start all over from last week? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Do you want to address any of the comments that were made about you from last week? I don't really care. Because there was a lot. I don't. <laughs> Dude, you know I don't give a shit not about Not a lot of. Actually, the comments I felt, even though there was a lot about you, were not particularly, um, it wasn't people agreeing with you, but it wasn't them necessarily just being super negative and like, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. And it, I mean, even, if, was, the, even it, if they are, dude, I've been taking, I don't really care. Like, you know me. Like, you've I've been taking L's your whole life. I can't been, touch you. That's why you drink Prime okay. and you and Logan Paul are fucking buddies. I, I wish I had Logan Paul's money. Fucking A, you wish are I, great. I wish I had Logan Paul's money. That's about it. <laughs> Um, nah, man, like, I've been around this shit for a long time. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I have my take, you have your take. That's a great thing about living in the country we do. We can have Nothing opinions. Nothing you want to change about your take from last week. No, yeah, After everything that's no, come out this no, week No, because especially the comment, the interview that he had with old What's-Her-Nuts, I think he made himself look worse. I didn't like that interview at all. He... I think he made himself look worse. There was preparations they should have done. Oh, I think for that, Myrtle for definitely. I think Myrtle definitely kind of got in his ear because there was a lot of talk, man, and there was a, there was a lot of there was positive things that people were saying, and there was a lot of negativity. And I just, well, it's funny too because like when I watch Race Day Live, a lot of times like I turn it down a little bit because I just I can't stand Dan Hubbard. I don't dislike the guy, but like you know how I feel about him. When Who I was worse it. yesterday, Dan Hubbard or Lee Diffie? I like Lee Diffie, but I've been listening to Lee Diffie for a long time because I list him through the IndyCar stuff, yeah. and he actually comes from a motocross family, so like at least he knows. Like, anyways, so like <laughs> I turned it down, and I like when the Jet interview was on there, I'm like, oh, man, dude, I've I've heard what he's gonna say, whatever. And then I got on uh, 
I got on, I don't know what website I was on, and all of a sudden people were just blown, like blowing up Jet, and I'm like, what the fuck is everybody like? Why, like what happened? And then people literally like were referring. There's one, <laughs> we're referring to that, and I'm like, what the hell did he say that was so bad? So I went back and like I rewind, I rewound it, and I'm like. Ooh, I'm like, man, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, you should have just kind of stuck to what you had they, in Chicago. They kept digging into him, and and I'm just like, oh, man, you should have, like, definitely. Because it, ca- it came out, wor- it came out yeah, worse. It came out worse. Like, anyways, that but, interview was not a good look. No. So after everything that's happened this week, here is what I truly believe happened. He was thinking that the points yeah. would work the same way as outdoors, which you can't blame him. We just did. 22 outdoor Mm -hmm. photos okay but because we can't have the same fucking scoring system through all of these different series here it's fucking different so he's thinking one way Mm -hmm. it actually is going another way so and let's face it this point was brought up this week too i heard it somewhere he isn't fucking good at math do you remember his rookie season of remember how i made this comment Remember how I made this comment on the show, and now I don't look so bad. I'm like, hey man, stop using trying to use your big brain because it didn't work. I was well, well, and, and that was, was something I would say that I was right on. And th- this is true. This is very true. But do you remember his rookie season or uh, before his rookie season of outdoors when he was doing like the two races and then doing yeah, Loretta's like what was or it Unadil and Buds or something? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? He pulled off the second moto of the second race because he thought he was going to get too many fucking points. Oh yeah, that was was that. Unadilla or no? Because he I crashed. Think that Uni- was Buds. Yeah, and it was yeah, Buds. Because he was doing. He was top ten at Buds. Yeah, and it was yeah. brought. And it was brought. That was brought up this week, and I went, "Holy shit!" So this is starting to be a pattern of he tries to use his brain for math, and he fucking sucks at Which it. Which is why I feel like he should just go out there and ride and chop. Yeah. Try to, anyways, no, I don't. I don't really have anything to ch- change about because I still stand by the stuff that I said. Like, so I do think that is what truly happened. Yeah. Like there wasn't any other. Negative thoughts or anything like that. He was just thinking like, shit, okay, if well, I like, do this and this and this, will this put some more points between me and Chase? Because let's face it, he's trying to win a million bucks. Well, and it's like what Stu said. It's like there was no ill will there, yeah, but it came off that way. Yeah, there, It's not like it he intentionally tried to be an asshole, but... If he'd have just stayed on the, if he would have just stayed on the same track the entire time through of, I can't do fucking math, I suck, Yeah, it would have been way better. Because we've all done things in our lives where we were like, we're not meaning to be disrespectful, yeah. and that people, because people perceive things different. Yes. And it's and I agree with Stu. Like, Stu, he's like, yeah, man, I don't think he meant that. I don't think he mm-hmm. meant to be disrespectful, yeah. but it still came off as disrespectful. I so you kind of just, take this week you kind yeah. of just got to, st- I, I would have been more happy if you would have just stayed with his initial thought yeah. instead of that. Um, but no, I mean, I don't really. I don't really have anything to change because I made the comment that like, hey man, like if if you're trying to be smart, I'm okay with that. But I don't really have anything to change the what I said because like big picture, I still think the things that I think and okay. So anyway, so moving on. So he goes one one last night. He answer any supercross questions for you last night? Uh, the second mo the first so. I think the second moto was more telling where I believe that things are more equal. But the first moto, I was impressed because all day and even throughout the night, like he was still making a lot of mistakes Mm -hmm. and track was sometimes when tracks are super simple, you start pushing that edge because you're trying to find that little 10th here, 10th there. And that's when you make mistakes. And um, the first moto was impressive to me, especially with the restart, like regrouping, getting back at that. But we've talked about with Jet. Jet doesn't overanalyze things in the sense of his line selection. He's so comfortable with his talent and, yeah. and his muscle memory that he commits is why I think he's so good outdoors at the beginning of motos. So that was impressive to me, especially because, dude, like all day, 
Chase had him covered in speed. Like, he mm-hmm. wasn't even fucking close. Like, there was a couple times I watched his heaters, like, especially the first time in the second session when he went onto the table. And I'm like, ooh, I'm like, I saw him make a few mistakes, pivot out of corners, lose some traction. He's, I don't think he's going to be faster than Chase, but I'm like, oh, he's going to second on the board. And I was like, he's fucking still in fourth. Yeah. Like, his lap times were like, he just was. It's like, ooh, qualifying that's, wasn't great for either of the Hunter brothers yesterday. No. And, and I think that's where I make the comment that it's like, it's going to be a learning curve for him with Supercross as opposed to outdoors. They made the comment, his his mechanic Christian, like, hey, like we only have so much time on Supercross. People got to remember, and yeah. I get that, and that's fine. That's part of it. Everybody deals with that. But that's where I think that he's going to have to get – he's going to have to be more comfortable with being uncomfortable to go that. Because even in the main, in the first, in the first main, after Kenny figured out going onto the table – like, dude, Kenny was hounding him, and how many times did Jet fucking look around? And I think that was like, oh, am I dropping him? Am I dropping Jet him? No, pit, Jet looked around a lot last Which night. is why I lead to believe that Supercross is going to be a lot tougher for him. I think it's going to be tougher, but I still think with them, so with them bringing up like the limited time on Supercross or whatever, I'm like, okay, so this would make sense because we spent a whole bunch of time obviously testing for outdoors because we were going outdoors this year. We obviously spent 22 motos on outdoors and including all summer there, obviously testing and stuff. So I'm like, okay, if he's doing this right now in Supercross, and what was your opinion on his bike setup last night? Do you think it looked as bad? Because there were no cause Ricky I, had made comments. I think it, I didn't think it looked great, but I think it looked better than the 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 technical sections that we had when we were in Charlotte. Yeah, I think his bike definitely was a lot more plush. But I think they also knew that the sand section was where he was going to make up a lot of his time, which it was because he was the first one to really, when he was going over the th- the two rollers and then hitting the wall and then bouncing to the outside and then going across, but then he realized that the inside was faster because you were staying low and driving forward. Like He knew that that was the one section that he was probably going to make up on time, everybody. Mm-hmm. And he was the only one to really be able to bounce through the rollers and then three out consistently where everybody was kind of trying to double and then like check up, drive into the corner. He was going three, committing to it. Because I honestly believe after he got around Kenny and then Kenny figured out going onto the table, that was the only place that actually he was faster than Kenny. Because mm-hmm. I went back and looked at the lap times because I was just interested, you know. And if you go sector times, that was the only sector where it really kept him ahead of Kenny. Everywhere else, yeah. Kenny was the exact same speed as it once he figured going onto the table because it was mm-hmm. so much faster. It drives your momentum forward. Actually, well, a couple and times we, and tr- we saw that too because he he obviously caught past Kenny there and then. Once Kenny figured out, yeah. committed to doing it, then it was because Kenny said he saw that in practice. Yeah, but he I mean, also, Jet was the first one to do it. Yeah, but he also said multiple times he's like, I ah, think about everything a little bit more. You know, I'm a little older now. So. Yeah, so like, and that's why I say that I think it's going to be one of those things that the the getting used to the the very rigid suspension that you have to run, especially with the fact you add the weight, the the torque difference on a 450. Jet, even though he's growing into his man body, he's still not like the biggest guy. It's gonna. That's gonna be the hard part for him, in my opinion, because he's just gonna have to realize, like, dude, you're gonna have to get used to that because you're not gonna be able to run the soft suspension on that 450 like you did on your 250 and Supercross. And I think that's where the learning curve and everybody has to deal with it. It's not like it's just. It, it's unfair to say for him that you know whatever that that's your excuse or whatever you want to use, but I think that you start getting on those tacky East Coast tracks where some of those guys. Are start running the stiffer shit, and that's where the separation is going to be. I think that it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, which is why I feel like it's not going to go. He may ultimately end up winning the race anyway when we get to that point, but it's going to be a lot harder than I think everybody anticipated. And like I said, all the reasons why I thought Supercross would be much easier for him, 
I'm now realizing that it's the other way around. That's why it's better for outdoors because he can hop, skip, and jump over shit. Yeah. Whereas in Supercross, everybody's doing the same shit all the time. So Jet's not going to be able to do anything anymore like he did on the 250s where it's like, oh my God, this is where he's gaining a second. Mm-hmm. Like any 4 4 4 or 4 3 3, top 10 is going to be doing it. So yeah. like you're going to have to find that little inch everywhere. Um, but no, it was very, it was very impressive. Uh, I will say I was surprised in the second main, and I don't know what your take was is, and I know some people have made some comments, but once again, I went back and looked at the times. The second main, they were actually faster by like almost a second. I was shocked that uh, he wasn't catching Chase. That was super interesting, and so even more interesting. Did you listen to the press conference? No, I mean I can't. I can't listen to forty five minutes of those fucking guys talk. Um, he he pointed out in the press conference, Jet did that him and chase were in the truck talking and he was like dude i just uh i just don't know like where dude he had two seconds on him he's, like, he's like he's like i don't know where you would even make time to like pull away from someone and and he goes and chase said no nah, no nah, there's places and i didn't really believe him he goes and then i went out there and fuck he was right he's like he was yarding me and he he said he's like I didn't have anything for him. If and he went to crash, he's like, I had nothing for him. And Chase, and we'll get to Chase. So I went back and looked at the times. So the second main, I think their fastest lap, everybody, pretty much all the top guys, was almost like a second faster. Yeah. Chase's fastest lap was not even a tenth slower than Jets, but Jets, Chase's worst, his max time and his average time was almost six, tech, six tenths of a second faster than Jets was. It's unbelievable. And I, that's why I say, dude... He has to be doing it in the corner and or that, something. Well, yeah, I mean, corner. dude... So, yeah. like, his corner speed just but has to But this all comes with faster. Chase just being comfortable with dropping into a rut. Yeah. And where Jet, it takes a little bit more lower body strength on that 450 in the tight shit. Chase, obviously, we know, is a lot bigger than Jet. He's mm-hmm. a lot thicker. He's got a lot more muscle. That's where the difference is. He Jet tucks may be, that front a lot more. He does. <laughs> Jet may be a lot more smoother and precise through the corner. Yeah. But... Chase, dude, you never see him hesitate when he's coming in. There was a couple times I see Chase, Jet, he pushed it in deep. Once again, getting the suspension, you know, stiff, soft, couldn't get it to squat. He'd push it in, and his hip would be kind of weighted to the outside, and he would do this thing where he would lean and pivot, and then he would drop in where you watch Chase. Every time he drops into a rut, dude, he's leaning in, trusting his lower body, and he's rolling through. Hmm. And you're right. You know, and you can watch it, and that's where I say, that's where I say, man, nights like that, Chase at the deck, Jet won. You got to be in it to win it. But that's why I believe that Jet's not, he's not going to win everything. Because hmm. nights like that, like he he wasn't catching Jet or Chase. He wasn't going to catch him. No. Had Chase not crashed and did what Chase does, Chase was going to go on to win that by like four and a half seconds or whatever the fuck it was. And, but here's and, the best part, man. We got two months that he can go out and just do nothing but pound laps on Supercross. For sure. For sure. So when we come into A1, dude, holy shit. And but we, I don't, and, f- and I think we'll see part of it. Well, maybe not, but. He's doing what's it called there? Paris too. Yeah. So, we'll but get here's the thing though: you, another what, little what you got to what you got to ask yourself is even if he gets he gets comfortable with a stiffer setting, he gets a, works on some different things, builds his muscle up because boot camp's probably gonna be a little bit different this off season than what he's normally used to. He yeah. knows he's got to build some muscle. When Chase is on like that, and we'll get to Eli, we'll talk about that in a little bit. He's just going to match Chase. Like, it's not like what Chase was doing. Jet's going to be that. He's going to be all of a sudden that much faster. Like, that, those dudes, because the track was so simple, they were on the limit at some point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay. So we talk about, like, you talk about Jet's going to go to here. Chase can bring it up here. Where's Eli going to be? Okay. So Chase was here. Jet was here that second. He's going to bring it up. So then they're going to be even. So it's basically just going to be down to 
who's ever going to be more aggressive and are you going to just run it in on my front end? Because obviously we know Chase is going to KTM, so there's no whatever. So yeah, man, like that's why I made the comment that it was a little peak in the next year because we had a good idea of if Chase is on and Chase is doing Chase things, is Jet willing to go to that limit? And now Jet even said, he's like, I don't fucking know where you're making up that time. And so I think it's going to be very, very interesting. It's mm-hmm. it's good, but you know what? Jet came out with it. He got the got the overall, got the championship, got the million bucks or however much Honda's going to pay him or whatever. Um, and he rode great, you know. Yeah, I think I think I'm more impressed with Kenny than I am anybody else, though. Well, now transition us here into Kenny going two two, man, and yeah, that was spicy, spicy, good. Did you see his <clears throat> see his butt patch? No. Said one plus one equals three, and he even he asked Jet <coughs> in the press conference if he'd seen it, and Jet goes no. So of course he stands up, sticks his ass right in his face. He goes, and I got to make sure you sign this before we leave here so that that way I can hang these on the wall. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Do you think, and I don't, I don't believe so. So I think it's not gonna, I think it's over and done with like Kenny's at the point of his career where obviously he respects jet. He was I don't pissed. think there's any harbored feelings at this point. Yeah. With, that's what I was getting with, at. Like, with that whole interaction yeah. there at the press conference last night. No, I don't think so. I think Kenny was really pissed Sunday, Monday last week. Mm-hmm. Cause like pulp show interview. Oh yeah. He I was, to he it. was spicy. You got some time to decompress. Yeah. And, he wasn't pumped. And now he's kind of got to that point. And, and I think in his mind too, what he's probably thinking, is he's like dude how much dumb shit did i say when i was fucking 20 years old because oh dude you can go back and find the gp days with him and hurlings kenny's mouth ran forever when he was younger oh yeah it was it was bad it was you know and i think he views it a lot like a lot of the rest of us do it was a kid who did some fucking wrong math and then went to, oh, well, it, you know, it was a baby gift. You yeah, know, I just said something and, yeah. and thought like, oh, it would be funny. Obviously, it wasn't taken funny. It happens. Now, I think, like I said, they're past that. I don't think there's any ill will there. I think it's kind of all like, okay, cool, man. Like you said something dumb. You're a fucking idiot, but water under the bridge. Let's move on. Do you think, though, that once again, obviously Chicago hybrid, but it was definitely more outdoors with, and I stand by this, outdoors with Supercross faces. Charlotte was a mix. This was Supercross outside of no whoops and a longer sand section. Yep. Um, outside of getting the win in, in Indy, I think this is the best Kenny's been all year, which is surprising. I think so, too. And and I and I, I hope that he can carry that into next year mm-hmm. because... I really want to see somebody else stick their stick their foot in the mix because I just don't want to see it be the same three dudes on the podium. Like we know there's going to be times where guys are going to have bike issues or crash or whatever. But man, I really started thinking about it last night. I'm like there could be a point depending on what Eli comes back, which for all intents and purposes like he seems like he's going to be fine. Yeah. Um we could have a lot of weekends where it's just musical chairs with Jet mm-hmm. Chase and, and Eli. And that's yep. fine if the racing's good. But I don't really want to see it those three and then like 10 seconds to fourth and even more to fit. Like, I want to see another guy stick his nose in there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if Kenny can do that, ride like that. And I don't know if he just kind of came in like, "Ah, dude, I got nothing to fucking lose. Like, I. They've been doing a lot of testing, is what I've heard. Yeah. Like, a lot of testing. So I think the development of that bike, since he's going to be staying there, I think it'll be all right next year. Man, I hope that's too. Uh, it would, it would, it would be good to see him kind of get his mojo back because he looked really good all year. But obviously, we know there's certain races with Kenny where he's just not going to be feeling it, and not be willing to go to the <laughs> next level. But man, it it would be cool to see as his career is now starting to wind down, like him kind of be back in a championship hunt. Yeah. Um, because let's be real, outside of the win in Indy last year, like there were some races where he was up front, but he just. 
I don't know, man. Like he he didn't look like this. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. It was that was a great ride, man. He uh, and I mean, dude, he just stuck with him there. And actually, what ended up happening was uh, one of the hills got in his way. I think that was Josh Hill. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't upset about it really. I mean, he was upset because obviously it cost him time there at the end of that moto there in the second one but he's like dude he, i thought he was gonna get out of the way and they end up just being in the same line as me going through the sands he's like i know he didn't mean to yeah. so whatever but uh yeah so that was that was kind of the difference there um but yeah this was i mean these were great three rounds in my opinion for I, Kenny. I think it was so um all right so web goes five three for third i mean look better now that we're back on supercross look more comfortable compared to the last two weekends the last two weekends like he did not look great i know that they were chasing their tails with bike setup in chicago um we'll see i think it'd be fine i think it'd be fine more test even more testing time we're back in supercross we know coop is obviously a a supercross specialist with the two titles um i think if they can just get that bike where he feels comfortable staying lower in the corners it's not going to turn like the ktm just because the flex difference yeah but if they can get to the point that he's confident when it's a hard base and especially late when we go to the west coast and the moisture cuts coming up where he feels comfortable yeah. going that low and he's not just fucking like trying to push the bike inwards because it won't plant um i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be better because i think at this point it's just gonna be is he gonna be confident in that bike yeah when we go actually supercross racing yeah i mean these three races were not quite what I thought we were going to see out of Cooper Webb. Yeah. I really thought we were going to see him get in there and be spicy, and he was kind of fucking irrelevant, all yeah. three of them. So we'll see when Supercross comes. I do think it was an advantage for him to be in these, to mm-hmm. be able to kind of shake this down, see where he's at speed-wise on the bike compared to everybody else. But I think his biggest thing, too, is, man, he's got to he's get his starts back. Because, like, 2019 wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of times where he was, you know, working his way through the pack, just shit starts. But I really feel like in 2020 and 2021, and Q, somebody's going to come in with a statistic that I'm wrong. But I, don't you kind of don't you kind of don't sir. you kind of feel like in 2020 and 2021 though his starts were a lot better? And it feels like the last couple years, dude. Like, his, yeah. and I know we went through what we went through in 2022. But I really feel like the last couple years, man, his starts have really fallen off. Yeah, whereas yeah. like 2020 and 2021, dude, he was. Yeah. It always seemed like he was top five. Yeah, I don't know, man. And it's... that's what you're going to need to do if you're going to run up front this coming oh, next yeah. year. You're going to need to get. You're going to need to put yourself in front because we know Coop with a lead. He's not going to be able to run that pace outright. Yeah. But if anybody's going to be able to think their way through a main to a win, yeah, it's going to be Coop. Yeah. He needs to put himself in front of those guys and make them ride his race. Yep. Where he can just be on the defense. Because here's the thing. Chase, we know you can fluster. Eli at this point's like fucking whatever, dude. Like I don't care. And Jet, we just don't know because we don't. We've never seen him put in a situation where Jet needs to think his way through a race because usually mm-hmm. he just goes around people and kind of walks away from him. Yeah. So if like Coop can fucking frustrate him a little bit because he's riding a wide bike and he can't get around him, so I think Coop needs to find his starts and whatever Eli was doing last year, they need to figure that out with his bike. Yep. Um, AC goes seven four for fourth. Great starts. Uh Squid it out in that first main, though, after the walk. Hey, I'm just going to go right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, was like, what are you doing? What was that, dude? Woo. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. His, his starts were back. I mean, because both motos, he he was basically hole-shotting them. Um, okay, cool. We'll see you in January here. I mean, hopefully, your wrist to, is better. We're going back to whoops, though. So hopefully, your like, wrist is better. Like, what's We've talked about this before. What's the expectation for him anymore at this point? 
You made it through. I mean, a if year. you get two arms, I mean, he's riding. He's getting fourth overall with with one arm. So two arms, you know, you you double that. I mean, you could be battling for some things, but I don't and know stuff man. and things. I don't know anymore at this point with AC. I'm not sure either. We got it. We got. I'll I'll give him next year if the arm doesn't get better by next year because I know how much he's putting into trying to get it better. He's fucked. So, um, Colt Nichols goes eight five for fifth. Really good that second man. I mean, granted, we lost a few guys, so gets enough th- points. Won himself ninety grand. Yeah, and that probably actually most of it is his. Actually, spent thirty to do this. Okay, between bikes and everything, bikes and travel. So I'm gonna assume he's probably. I don't know. He's probably gonna owe some people some money somewhere. No, no, no. His full. His full oh, his full was thirty. Was 30. Oh, so he's walking away yeah. with sixty k. Okay, yeah, so not that's bad. Good, not yeah. bad. You he know, especially going to beta. Yeah, he basically was like, uh, well, uh, my. My thought was if I can keep it in the 25 to 30 grand range, I should win that much, even if I get like 21st, 22nd. Uh, okay. Which I'm curious then what his contract with Beta is. Not a lot. So it's like, oh, cool. Do 60K. We're good. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. He's got to ride the Beta now for a while. Then he's got to go back to the Kawasaki for the last two WSX rounds. I mean, it's going to be um, it's a fucking mess. So. Stupid. Uh, March Banks goes six seven for sixth. God, he was actually good last night. When yeah. I when I looked up and I saw that he was the first main, I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, Dylan was out, Barsha was out." Yeah, but I'm like, still, like even then, you put him in like eighth, ninth. I'm like, "Okay, all right." Yeah, no, I mean, this which is- man, I understand this is we didn't have whoops, which we know Garrett's actually good in whoops, so I don't yeah. think that would have been a big thing anyway. This was a very tame down, other than the going onto the table and the sand section. I just don't understand why he thinks he needs to ride a 250 next year, dude. I don't think it's him. I think it's the team. And well, I Mike Minacci and, and Brandon Haas need to pull their head out of their ass. I believe the thing with the team is they think he can get podiums in the 250 class, which I question, he can't. too. And, yeah, my thing is, is, like, a top 10 450 guy is on the same level, essentially, as a podium 250 guy, in I my d- opinion. I- so this is kind of one of those things of like maybe we should look at it and here's the other thing too we know how much money goes into those 250s to be especially for Garrett's big ass so if Yamaha is not giving you guys development parts and everything what the fuck are you even doing just do the 450s man and I mean the thing that I don't understand too is is we know that Garrett has had such an up and down career the last couple years that dude if you go in there to the 250s you've had this great summer he made the 450 uh, SMX by just riding out, just by just riding out, and that's what I mean, dude. You've had such a great summer. His confidence has got to be through the roof. He goes to the two fifties and he starts going back to what he was doing before he went yeah. to the four fifty. Man, you could completely just blow his confidence out before we go out. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. Um, Ty Masterpool goes nine nine for seventh, wins himself some money. I honestly thought that now we we're going back to more technical shit that he would fall off a lot, and he didn't. Nope. So I think that kind of proves that he's gonna be. I mean, we don't I think know he's what gonna he's gonna race all year next year. I'd like to see it, man. I really want to see what he can do. I, I really think that he can mix it up and uh, he kind of stick his stick his nose in there and, and kind of, you know, he's obviously, he's got more speed than Harlan. Harlan took a huge jump. I think Harlan was the, the, the best consistent privateer in the 450s this last year mm-hmm. in Supercross. Dude, if, if Ty can go from having the most ridiculous 250 career to being able to lead races and then miss 9 to 10, yeah. In one season, yep. and then all of a sudden you can be a consistent top ten, dude. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna end up on a factory team if he can be just top ten all in the year next year. Well, he's getting his appendix out, so he's gonna be like a pound lighter here soon. So yeah, so we're just gonna be more of a rocket ship. There we go. So, um, 
Freddie Noren goes 11-8 for eighth. He's the only guy to complete all 31 rounds this year. Wild. He is the only guy to race ev- for every fucking race this year. Well, he's not doing MX of Nations, so he's got some time off. Thank goodness. Yeah, he de- he needs uh, he needs to take a beat. <laughs> yep. Uh, Phil Nicoletti goes 12-10 for ninth. Guy who loves LCQs. Undefeated LCQ loves champion. LCQs, and he's probably already over Supercross. The only other guy outside of Jet to go undefeated in a season this year. Good drink. He's over <laughs> Supercross probably already. This over point. it, but hey, fucking love that guy. He's great. Great for the sport, man. Great. Absolutely uh, great. Got one more one more season left in him. So, um, All right, so Chase Sexton goes 320 for 10th overall. Tuck that front, son. Dude, that wasn't even tucking the front. No, that was, that was just... he was tucking the front, going up that jump, trying to scrub. Yeah, it. but then in the air, though, dude, like I don't know what the fuck. And that as soon was. as he tucked it, going up the front, going up that jump, then it just tucked right over the backside of the jump and just catapulted him. Dude, he was riding so good, Fuck, though. I, fucking rough. God, dude. he was riding so good. Fucking rough. He I'm like, I'm ripping. like, well, Chase, I'm like, Chase is gone, man. I was like, even when Jet put in put in a heater in like the five or six lap or whatever it was, where he dropped it back down. Chase just pulled it back to 4.4 or whatever it was, 4.3. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck happened to him in that first main. Like, once Jet went around him in the sand, I don't know if he just, like, spazzed out and he's like, oh, dude, here we go again. Because the bike looked fine. Mm-hmm. And I know the only place Jet was really making up time on him was the sand section. Cause, yep. You know. So I'm like, and then he just dropped off. Like, I honestly thought he was going to catch a toe. He's like, all right, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to watch where Jet's lines are, which they were pretty much all running the same lines anyways outside of the sand. But then he just really fell off, and I think it. I think with like five minutes ago, he's just like whatever. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know, dude, because I'm like, okay, well, it's gonna become Kenny and Jet in the second main, and then Chase just rips a star, and he's just gone. And I'm last like, race on a Honda, buddy. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Jesus, he'll be back. Yeah, he's gonna be fine on the Honda. Nah, I don't know, man. He'll leave KTM after like two years. I don't think he's going back to the Honda. So, some fun inside baseball facts about Chase Sexton. Okay, number one. Heard he's going to number four next year. All right. That's so weird. we're going to have a number four on a KTM again. Why? Single digit. Won a title. Wants a single digit. That's the only one that's available right now. Okay. I mean, I guess we're just fucking, we're going to have another four on a KTM bag it style. I guess. Uh, number two. I heard he has been blowing up Stanton, trying to get him to work with him. Be smart. I... Honest, I was having a conversation with somebody last night. I honestly think that if he wants to go to the next level, he has to get away from his dad. His dad has been great up till this point, but this is as far as Kier will take him. And I, I'm not, Stan- I don't have a problem with his dad. Yeah, no, Kier's a good dude. I don't have a problem with him. He's a good dude, but it's one of those things. He's going to have to move past that to go past where he is because we all know dad is his big riding coach right mm-hmm. now. Obviously, there's something wrong with the technique. And what I mean by wrong with the technique, because that's such a broad statement. It's not the bike that's tucking the front end. No, man, I go back and it's even then and this somebody even validated my they validated my point that, like I said, he just reacts a lot of the time. He doesn't process yeah. shit. That's a lot of his crashes. And Stan will fix that, man. Stan will fix that because Stan, Jeff's not Stan, really Jeff's not going to work with him. I don't know, man. Jeff doesn't want to do it full time, so Jeff's not going to work. Well, yeah, he's now. also not going to move to Florida. Yeah, like I said, that's that's what I was told. Is that Jeff, he's been blowing Jeff up trying to get Jeff to work with him, but Jeff doesn't want to work with it. Here's my thing: he's got to get somebody, man. Here's but it's my, not going to be it's not going to be on the bike shit. It's got to be the mental because that is mental. Because on the bike, but my like, th- chase is fine. But my thing is, is like <laughs> he had a guy that 
could teach him to go faster. And he fought that. But I think it all comes down to work. is that Stu is so naturally talented. Where I don't Chase think had that's to... the case. Listening to him talk on his podcast, I don't think that's the case. Stu knows how it fucking works, dude. I've listened. I've listened to not every single one of Stu's podcasts at this point with with the race recaps and stuff. But I've listened to a fair amount, and dude, he's really good about breaking shit down he is but and i'm just like fuck man but like, he doesn't we, have like, the mental all, shit that chase does we though. all thought that like you know whatever i he, the only guy in history that goes faster than chase pretty much is him so in my mind if he can even remotely translate that to a verbal thing which i think he can judging by his podcast that i listen to that's the dude that you should be working with, and you've already blown that up. So that's not great, in my opinion. I just think that Chase, I don't think he needs a riding coach. I need. I think he needs somebody that has been there, done that, but is going to help him more on the mental side. Well, It's kind of like with Johnny yeah. O. Like Johnny O, with, Ch- with, with Jet and Hunter, I don't think he's teaching them anything on the bike that they can't already do. He's no. helping them on the mental side. Yeah, yeah. And that's For the thing sure. is you I, get a lot of, especially when you're so naturally talented where you can just, like I said, go off muscle memory, manipulate your muscles where other guys couldn't. It's the mental side of things, how to yeah. deal with certain things in races and situations. And I think that, I don't think Chase needs a, a riding coach. I think he needs a mental, kind of like with what Christian had, what's his nuts, that did the BMX shit. Yeah, yeah. But there has to be, there still has to be somebody because there is a little piece there that is missing that is why he's tucking the front end. A little piece. Just a bit. And if he gets that figured out, then everybody else is... Well, we'll see with the KTM. But then everybody else is fucked. Because I just that can't kid think of, is fucking fast. I just can't think of anybody that right now that actually works with guys that you're going to be able to find that's going to be able know. to work with Chase. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying it's I think that's the missing puzzle piece right now cuz otherwise I think if he keeps doing what he's doing even with the team switch and stuff, I still think he tucks that front next year. Yeah. So, I don't see that getting fixed because of switching manufacturers. That's got to be fixed up here. So, I don't know. Um yeah, rough way to end it for Chase though, you know, walking down the tunnel and just yeah, I don't whatever anyway uh all right ando goes 421 for 11th he also tucked the front end trying to scrub too hard (laughs) ah man if he wouldn't scrub so hard it'd be all right he was ripping i still can't believe he went all year and didn't fucking win one damn race that is wild considering he won what was it eight last year or seven or whatever Uh, well if you include outdoors it was like eight or nine i don't know i don't yeah man and it just blows my mind. I still dude. think he has the speed to win because, I mean, we see it during practice in the heaters. Like, dude, he can still put out fast laps faster than Chase and Jet on any given lap. Yeah. So he still has the speed. I just I think now the problem that you're going to get with the level that we're going to be at is you're going to have to be so perfect for these guys that don't don't have that outright speed at 85 to 90 that these guys have to go to 100. Yeah. I think they're going to have to be so perfect to win races next year that – um I don't know, man. I mean, we and we've seen a lot during Supercross. There were times where Ando, like, he just didn't have it. Yeah. And he just kind he realized that halfway in the main, he's like, dude, I'm I'm not making up time on these guys. Like, I'm just uh, there's no point in yarding myself into the ground. Yeah. You know. So, um, I don't know, man. I still think he can win in Supercross. Uh, just waiting for that time when he goes to Triumph in 2025. <laughs> sure. Um, 
AP goes 26 for 12th overall. Super pissed about that restart in the first one, man. Yeah, he wasn't happy. He got moved around. He did. He got moved. There was some interesting positions put out there. And now we're gonna now we're gonna go to MX Nations in two weeks and get the dog shit slapped out of us. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um all right. Uh Shane McElrath, fifteen eleven for thirteen. Okay. And you know, with that big uh, as Steve says, mobile. Mo- mobile. Steve, it's logo. mobile, you stupid ass. Uh Chiz goes fourteen. Where's my rape doll? Show show me where he touched you. Um Chiz goes fourteen thirteen for fourteenth. Josh Hill goes thirteen fourteen for fifteenth. Harlan eighteen twelve for sixteenth. Justin Hill. Man, I seriously dude do not know what has <coughs> happened to Justin Hill. I don't know if it's that bike you need back on the KTM because this is not the dude that this we is, saw in Supercross. This is Justin Hill things, bro. I don't know if you can say that, man. He made it through Supercross, and he was top 10 the entire year and then got on the box. Man, what are we doing now? I we're mean, on a Kawasaki is, that I don't know why the, we're this on. This is exactly what Justin Hill does. Like, dude, he's so fast at times. And then we do this, and we're like, what the fuck are we well, doing? Well, I don't know if you can say it about times when it's the whole season. I, I mean, yeah, he had a really good, good, good season. Supercross season, but it's like... I like, think it's a bike thing. He also, I don't know won a, he also won a title, and then like the next year was defending the title, and then freaking... You know, did that heat race at Tampa in the mm-hmm. 450 class, and we all went, holy shit, and then didn't do a fucking thing after oh, that. Oh, I'm, I'm so, not saying Justin Hill's going to light the world on fire. I know. I I'm, just, I, I think that it, I solely believe that he should have been on KTM. This doesn't shock me at all. It, it does me. I think he needs to be back on the KTM. I, so, I don't know why he was riding that Cowie. Uh, Jerry Robin goes 16-16 for 18th. Jeremy Hand goes 19-18 for 19th. Good to see Jeremy Hand in the mains the last two weekends. Yeah. Dino goes <clears throat> 10 DNF over for it. 20th. He's over it. Kevin Morans goes DNS 17 for 21st. Okay. Uh, Jace Kessler goes DNS 19 for 22nd. Ah, Kessler got in one. <laughs> yeah. Barsha goes 21 DNS oh. for 23rd. That was gnarly, dude. He's he's another guy, man. He he can only take so many more of these hits. You see him pulling his pulling his teeth out of his grip when they got back no. to the pits. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was about to say, dude, that was bad. But though. it was that was well, great, it almost made worse. It's real good that AC and Kenny have such good reaction, bro, because they about nailed him like back to back. It was bad. Um, yeah, man. I don't I don't know if if like Stu and Ricky thought he was in, in first and he just spun going up the lip. Or like the front end dipped on him, and I think when he tried to roll on to get the back end of squad, it just shot him for I don't know, dude. It was bad. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, dude, this this is another thing. Like he's getting that point in his career where like he can only take some more, many more of these. Yeah. You know. Yep. And then uh, your boy Dylan went DNF DNS. Oh, got a little push from for Jet. Twenty fourth. Got a little push from Jet in that. F- oh god, here we go. Oh, Jet made him cry. No, he didn't. No, well, I mean, he kind of. Kind of. He, he kind of, but I'm not blaming Jet. I'm just saying, yeah. like Jet pushed him, and that's why I ended up going down. And I, it's... it's a bummer too, man, because like he he was having a good two rounds, and then just to end it that way and. Interesting to see what this deal is that comes out. Oh, him, well, so. I mean, did you have you heard the the other rumor that's going around with him? No. Oh, there there's a rumor that uh, old Ziggy. Is trying to, uh, and you might want to put this out there to see if there's any some truth behind this. There's a rumor that Ziggy's trying to uh, bring FC Honda back with some backing, and they've been talking to Dylan. Interesting. Yeah, they're trying to get the backing to bring him onto the team. Super interesting. So I'm curious uh, if there's any validity to that, or not sure. Because I'd like to see Dylan on Honda. I will text here in a little while. Remind me after we talk to these next two people. So that's the 450 Race Recap. Brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Make sure to check them out. Link in the description down below. Gutterworks is always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. All right, so we got a couple people coming up here. So we're going to call Mr. Moran's here. 
and see if he uh, picks up because he said he had to keep it short. So we'll see if he even picks up here. Hopefully he does. Uh, and then we've got Isaac Gonzalez, like I said, our West Coast contributor coming on to uh, to uh, talk to us about what it was like to actually be there in the L.A. Coliseum last night. Yes, sir. Yo, Kevin Morans, what is up, man? Welcome to the Moto Aftermath Show, buddy. Howdy, what up? We're going to keep this short, simple, and to the point. So you go DNS 17 last night. Now, let's <laughs> let's start right here with this uh, LCQ thing. Okay. You, sir, you were turning the wrong way in the first corner. <clears throat> um, there was a bike there, and you were turning the wrong direction. So I'm going to need you next time to go with the corner, which would be left instead of right. Oh, yeah. No, you're not joking there. Yeah, and the LCQ. <laughs> well, no, I came in, had a good start, and Nicoletti just kind of pinched me off and then slowed up a little bit more than I was expecting. So I slid hard. Um, and then, yeah, caught. So it turned me the opposite direction. Came around. Like I said in my Instagram post, I had shifted fourth into uh, uh, on that straightaway. Okay. And when I was coming into the corner, I thought I shifted down twice. Oops. So going through the corner, I was going out wide after I kind of high-sided, and I saw some guys on the inside kind of pushing me out. So I was like, mm, screw it. I'm going to three in here because everybody's trying to double and then be right up behind Nicoletti kind of deal. Yeah. Well, I did only shift down once, apparently. So when I went to throttle on to go for the triple, uh, it did not have the uh, the beans like I thought it was going to. So Oops. then I was in third. It bogged a little bit. I just about killed myself. Somehow wrote it out and then regrouped. And I was like, all right, Kev, like, you got to get your crap together. You're not completely out of this, but you're going to have to work for it. And then go through that corner, and then the corner right before the finish line, two guys hit each other, and I just ran into the back of them kind of deal because I was already in air when that happened. Sick. So, yeah, interesting situation. But then but then we made it in to the second moto because <laughs> Barsha decided to torpedo his jaw on the handlebars, and uh, Dylan decided – well, Dylan got – hit by he got a jet jetted. he got jetted there was a jet flew really low and decided to take him out so 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 we made it into the motos there for the second one so that was cool how, yeah. how did that go because i'll be honest i didn't even know you were in that second moto i saw his name i was like ooh, i was like oh, I, cool Kev's in the main i didn't i didn't even see it i was just i don't know it was late man i was in a coma i ate a lot of costco cookies well, and cake last night it was fine funny story is uh i knew barsha everybody saw that barsha went out yeah so the next alternate was Kessler. So everybody saw Kessler getting ready, but nobody knew that Dylan was actually not, or was he actually hurt. It sounded like, they made it sound like on the broadcast that he pulled off when they did like the restart situation, stagger start, he tried jumping back in, but they wouldn't let him because he already left the track. Yep. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if he's racing the second moto. So I'm sitting there after the first moto, and I just went ahead and went over to Star, and I was like, hey, is Dylan going to race the next moto? And they're like, no. And I'm like, hmm interesting shoving that one in my back pocket i ain't telling nobody about that um i'm gonna go around and look at these other racers so the other racers weren't getting ready i saw kessler getting ready and i was like yo where's like pape and or, i don't even know how to pronounce his name paper pap no he's but pope. Uh, he's the pope bro it's pope and uh so i was like he's like oh i think he's pitted right down there and all his stuff's all closed up in his van nobody's over there uh cartwright nobody's around his bike justin starling who finished in front of me in the lcq was already gone uh, or at least his, he was packed up and left pretty much. So I was like, 
I'm going to wait to the very last second. I'm going to get ready inside the Pirelli rig, not let not a single soul see me getting ready, jump on my bike, and go down there last second. This is fucking and awesome. Sure shit, man. It worked. That is I came back, genius. and Carl Wright was so pissed off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was awesome. I'll tell you what, man. All I could... All I could uh, think yesterday, every time I saw Hunter Yoder on the screen, was when he came up to us <laughs> in Chicago and was like, bro, I felt so fast. But oh, I was sweet. last. Where were you? I was last. So every time I saw him on the screen, I was like, uh, that was all I could think about. And I was just laughing out loud all day watching him. So, <laughs> But, dude, that is a fucking epic story of getting into... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah dude. let me just casually walk around here and see if anybody else seems like they're getting ready oh nope okay cool kev's yeah. in sick so yeah exactly dude so that's cool but we didn't make yeah, it up. they were all salty about it but it's part of being ready did i mean hey dude hey man you don't, don't have get... to get ready if you stay ready <laughs> yeah yeah i don't have to get ready i am ready so that is awesome um so but not enough not enough points to get any of the big money huh no, I mean, I still did good enough that uh, I placed yeah. in the top 22 in, this, in that event. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, no no big money. Yeah, well, that's all right. Things happen. Part of it. Whatever. Yep. What, what was it like racing in the Coliseum? Was that cool? Dude, it was cool. Like this, I actually liked that event and that kind of – I kind of liked the track. I think the track could have been maybe a little bit better, had a little bit more options in the rhythms. Everything was kind of – simple besides the old quad situation they were pulling i was not pulling that but i wish that there was a, some options you could have had in the rhythm before the finish line instead of ever doing everybody doing the exact same thing yep um i mean overall for what they had to work with it was pretty cool hmm. i'm ready for real supercross with actual whoops and stuff though because it breaks people way more yeah was it uh was it sketchy around the stadium because i've heard it's sketchy around that stadium but uh i was told coming in that it was supposed to be really bad but i didn't think it was super gnarly hmm. did you did you guys pit right outside or was it were the pits like a long ways away oh they were right outside oh, okay i mean kind of right outside i mean it always seems like it's far away but we were right next to the stadium you just had to go down and around to get into the track okay all right sweet and how was it how was it going through those peristyles man it was good going up i mean dude they're skinny they're really skinny so the whole option section coming out, I think, was kind of a joke because everybody pretty much just went to the inside coming out. Yeah. Uh, but the sand section situation that they had was actually kind of interesting. Like there was – you could make some stuff happen. It kind of swapped back and forth on which line was faster. Hmm. So that was actually pretty cool. Interesting. But, Super interesting. So you got anything for him? You got any questions? Because he said he had to keep it short. No, so I'm good, man. I'm good. Try and keep it short. Yep. And simple nope, we're here. good. We're short good. Sweet. Anything else you want to talk about, Kev? Uh, nothing besides got some news coming for 2024. So stay tuned. Sweet. Let's drop it right now. That's not the thing. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we could drop all sorts of news. Look, Kev's not stupid. <laughs> I think I think we could drop a lot of news. Are you gonna Are you gonna write a triumph? <laughs> What'd you say? Are you going to ride a Triumph? Is that going to be, is that, is that the news? Uh, negative. Oh. Negative. Yeah. But you don't know. He's actually on the Ducati I'm, team. I'm aware of. Well, that's unfortunate. Ooh, fun fact. Her Ducati was at club testing two weeks ago. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe so, you should go hit them up, Kev. Uh, 
Yeah, there you go. Call Ducati. Man, for anything call Ducati, point. man. Call Ducati, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, just call Ducati. A Ninety horsepower, four fifty. So we don't want. So we're not talking about anything for twenty twenty four yet. Uh, no, nothing specific. Just stay tuned. That's all I gotta say. Stay tuned okay. to Kev's channel. You got your. You got your tickets for WSX yep. here. We're we're playing tickets. We're ready. Uh, ready to yeah, rock for, and roll. Yep. Abu Dhabi and Melbourne already booked. Ready to go. Interesting. Kev, you going to Abu Dhabi with like fifty k? <laughs> What do you mean? Well, Abu Dhabi's everything's expensive in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, dude, it's not cheap. It's kind of like Dubai. It's expect that oil money over there, bro. I mean, yeah, like like a fillet. Well, I guess I'm about to learn the hard way because I ain't taking no money like that over there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get that money first. Fillet of fish is like fifty bucks. I mean, yeah, dude, people go to Dubai and they just can't get home. Yeah. Just stuck in the airport forever, bro. Shut up. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I have heard Dubai is a little crazy. I have heard the Dubai McDonald's prices are insane compared to everywhere else in the world, but I don't know. I haven't been well, there. Well, I, uh, I will look into that for you. Ask Jace. He'll know. You ain't going to McDonald's. Yeah. So, all right, buddy. Well, thank you uh, for uh, calling in or letting us call you with that story there because I was. That was funny. Yeah, I needed to hear what yeah, had happened. Yeah, that was a good one. That Poor was Josh a good one. <laughs> Poor Josh Cartwright. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. So, all right. Thanks, man. We'll talk this week, buddy. See you, bud. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, bye. All right, Kevin Moran's everybody. What a story. <laughs> just casually walking Hey, man, around. I'm about to get ready because I am yeah, ready. I'm ready. <laughs> just got dressed in the truck and uh, took off. Smart, man. Hey, dude, was, you got you to be in there. That is gotta the kind attention. of shit that privateers do that's fucking awesome. Got to pay attention, bro. Yep. So, all right. Um, Here we go. We will now call. Let's new FaceTime. Let's call Isaac Gonzalez here. Let's boom, call him. So boom. now we got West Coast boom. Isaac Gonzalez. We're going to talk to all our boys here. Right quick. Hello? Mr. Isaac Gonzalez, welcome to the Moto Aftermath Show, bud. Good morning, guys. How are you? Sir, it is evening. Yeah, we're not on that West Coast time. <laughs> yeah, not at all. No, it's, uh, let me see, it's 4 o'clock here, but yeah. I don't, I say good morning all the time. I all don't right. Know why. Fair enough, fair enough, so. So what's happening, man? How was, uh, how was going to the race last night? It was... It was magical, dude. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Are you mm -hmm. eating are you eating right now? I hear plates. Uh you hear my coffee. Oh, okay. All right. Are we doing yeah. are we doing fancy coffee? Like you're we're coffee snobbing it? Are you cold are you cold brewing over like I don't even know what? I was about to say you don't drink coffee, so I would. It's just like stop you right take now. the water, you put it in the thing, you boil it, then you like Dude, you pour it you, over the beans, can, you know you can, over you the grounds. Cold, you know you stuff. can buy cold brew in a bottle, right? Yeah, I know. No. I'm just saying, dude. I've seen these coffee snobs, okay? And like, if he's, do you think he, he's a coffee snob? I'm not sure, but if he is, we might have to renegotiate him being a part of the oh, team. Oh my god, dude! I'm the biggest coffee guy you ever meet. Well, there's, Sorry. there's the real question is, do you drink coffee with your creamer or creamer with your coffee? Yeah. Good question. I had never thought of that. Uh, well, the like, real question is, how much creamer do you put in? Yeah, your is it coffee? like is it like white girl oh. creamer or is it like you know just it's, a touch? It's coffee mate cinnamon vanilla cream. Oh, and so it's, it's about three quarters. So it's, so it's so that's like white girl. That's like white girl. Nice. Coffee. You're like nice. a basic white girl. Good All right. You. Sick. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. I mean, he, he is from California, so. Yeah, that it makes happens. Sense. It's all right. So anyway, all right. So last night was magical. Tell tell us all about it. Don't leave out any details. We want to hear everything. Uh, let me see. Um, that was, I mean, I kept, I kept thinking about it. That's the side of the first Super Bowl. You know, that is 
So I'd have basically the first Supercross, I imagine. I mean, that was like 40 years before I was born, but I think it's the side of the first it is. Super Bowl. Uh, so, yep. I mean, just to just to be at that stadium is great. And I have to say, LA traffic was, I didn't, I don't think we hit traffic all day yesterday. That was great. Wow. Hell uh, yeah, brother. That's a shock. But yeah, the stadium is much better than I ever thought it would be. It's so cool. Which so is, cool. Which is impressive with it being uh, like 100 years old or well, whatever. Well, I mean, that's where the yeah. – I mean, USC plays there, so like yeah. they can't yeah, let they it go. Keep to, it up, and yeah. they got to do the Olympics in five years. Oh, yeah, that's right. So. I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> yeah, well – Good idea. Yeah, it's probably going to be super expensive. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, it was great. Oh, my dog's trying to get in my room. Shelby. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Hi Shelby. Anyway, no, it was, it was. Uh, I'm not gonna forget that for a long time. What was the uh, what was the crowd like, man? Like big, everybody into it. it was, oh yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of Deegan shirts in the crowd. I shocking, That's real shocker. Though. Shocking. When I got in the pits. Yeah. But pretty 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 into it. Um, the crowd. Uh, more into Jordan Smith than Hayden Deegan, surprisingly. Love it. Like. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. It was it was a good crowd. It was packed. It was really packed. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you feel it was like um, a lot of like casual fans, people just going because hey, this is Supercross, I've never seen it, or did you kind of feel like uh, mm-hmm. there was a mixture of that and, and actual core fans? Because I I assume with LA, you're uh, probably going to get a lot of split there. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's all casual. Uh, I did see a lot of industry people. The uh, that was pretty much the only like core people. Yeah, that I saw was the industry people like Chase Marquier. Do you guys remember him? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He was sitting about a few rows up from me, and then yeah, a lot of a lot of like old privateers. I noticed were there, hmm. not well, old, but like, I mean raced a, lot of- a while. A lot of those dudes live in Orange County, so it's not like that. Oh far. yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So did you uh in the pits? Was the did they have the Triumph bikes set up in the pit somewhere? I didn't see them, and unfortunately, I missed them on the track too. <laughs> so I, I'm bummed, dude. Yeah. Well, but, uh, that's yeah. I mean, it there it was it was a weird night for things like. Mm-hmm. Between yeah. the All Stars being before, which yeah, that pissed me up. It, it, it don't get started on it. It's coming up. Oh. That's my rant. It's coming oh my up. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, I'm watching pieces right now. <laughs> Did the? Um, oh, go ahead. What's up? No, go ahead. Well, you said you had a bunch of notes on the race. Yeah. All right. Let's hear. Let's I hear. Let's hear your note. Let's hear your notables on the race here. Um, so if Kenny, if Kenny can, uh, keep up with Jet, Eli can beat Jet. That's my note from the 450. Tend to, tend to agree with that statement, buddy. I think that you, sir, are going to be, uh, not welcome back on the show anytime soon. I tend, I tend (laughs) to agree with him on that one. I was thinking the same thing, but go ahead. No, Justin. Yeah. Dude, after, uh. After both 450 motors, I get a text from Travis saying 17 and 0. Oh, I know, dude. He texted the same thing to the group chat that him, me, and Cole were on, and I didn't even respond to it. I'm like, dude, it's too late in the night for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm nah, like, I, I can't I, handle this. It's 1230. I've been up for like 18 hours. I don't care. <laughs> no, that was no, it was funny, though. Oh, man. No, I, dude, like he's all on board with this whole 17 and 0. I mean, clearly you watched the last show. So like he's going to stick with it. Yeah, dude, that last show was great, by the way. That's all. I would <laughs> but I, do, I do agree with your point on the Eli thing. Um, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but obviously, you know, a lot of things that Jets got to work on over the winter time with with bike set up. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on where Eli's health is. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, if Kenny can latch on to him and and pace him and keep him honest and mm-hmm. you know chase doing chase things, I mean, like, dude, <laughs> the difference is, is you know, and I know a lot of people would agree with this statement is, is if that's Eli out front with a four point four second lead or whatever it was when Chase hit the deck, Eli mm-hmm. ain't doing that. Eli's not making that dumb mistake, so I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting twenty twenty four season. Exactly, and you throw Hunter in the mix too. Oh well, I'm well. We'll we'll talk about Hunter when we do our Supercross preview show. I don't really know if I'm on that bandwagon. Like same thing with Coach thinking he's gonna beat Jet, but you know we'll, we'll get to that. When we'll get we to talk that two fifties here. Yeah. All right, and uh, I don't I don't want to start anything on Deegan, but I do I have noticed something being at these races. I don't know if you guys have noticed it too. The Star Yamaha bikes sound a lot different. Like they're. Have oh, you yeah. noticed that? Well, you know, it's all the big board kits. Different from like what? Like, like I was. Who was that? Who was it? I think it was like Tom Vial or something. Just, just they, they sound. They sound like, I want to say deeper, than, I. It's probably all that damn horsepower they have. I don't know. Just if you watch a. Even on the broadcast, I feel like you could feel it too, or hear it too. But I don't know. I noticed that last night, and I don't know exactly what it is, but um, it's interesting. It's I feel like that's stuff that you can only see or hear while you're there. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That but um, anyway. Oh, my one note on Deegan and Jet. So the 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 first rhythm section where uh, the Pretty much all the 450 guys by the end of the night were going triple or quad onto the table. I was really hoping Deegan wasn't going to try that because Deegan was going to die on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he definitely would have been the 250 guy to send it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have been the guy. I'm glad he didn't try it, though, for his own, his own safety. Yeah. Well, did either of you see in um, – because Race Day Live's – I don't know. They barely caught it because, like, they had the camera moving away. But in the second 450 session, Coop, after that section, the triple, and then you hit the left-hander, and then where everybody was going, what was it? Two, table over. Coop? Yeah, two over three. Yeah. Coop actually went, what did he go? Two over three. So he actually went roll, and then he went over the table and then basically doubled out of the corner. Hmm. And he only did it once, but you were stretching it out. Like I'd have to go back and watch it to like see how he exactly set up for it. But he basically went over the table in the middle and then doubled into the corner and realized or singled into the corner and realized like how slow that was, how hard you had to check up to not launch into the right hander. But I was like, oh, I was like, because I would have saw the track memo. I was like, because I honestly thought a lot of those guys were going to like go onto the table from the uh, beginning of the rhythm section. And just obviously the fucking face was too flat, but. Um, yeah, I was wondering how many people actually saw that because Race Day Live almost missed it. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that. I saw Deegan so they go under the tunnel, they hit that uh wall turn where Jason Anderson ghost rode his bike and then they 
come back across and then they uh hit the wall and then the double i noticed deegan in practice and he did it once in one of the mains too jumped like double singled it i don't know if anyone yeah jumped off the wall yeah Yeah. he he barely caught it on the broadcast because i i've watched the first 250 moto on the broadcast yeah you know who was actually the first person to do that Derek kelly did it in the lcq really (laughs) yeah he did it and realized that like no drive into the face and then you were just kind of floating forward how much time you were actually spending in the air and he's like i'm not doing that again Hmm. interesting no it just uh, wasn't fast no, I caught Deegan. I I wish I got it on video, but I caught Deegan doing it in practice. Okay, in maybe he, maybe he did, and that's maybe where Derek Kelly. But like the first time I'd saw anybody do it was Derek Kelly did in the LCQ with like I don't know two laps to go or some shit. But I mean, it just yeah. wasn't faster. It just the face was too vertical, and you just had no drive going into it. So like there was yeah, I, I don't know. No, that that's it. I I I have to say uh, when this whole super motocross stuff got announced, I wasn't too pumped on it seeing it it's actually it turned out better than i thought it would be yeah yeah that was we were me and cooksy and coach were talking about that we were like you know for all the shit we talked about this this turned out being a lot more entertaining than we thought it was going to be so it it passed the eye test passed the sniff test i mean you went into last night and with that you know triple points even it was we need to work on the point system a little bit because i think it's a little yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we thought it was great last night because there were so many different things that you could do, like so many different ways that people. I mean, look at in the 250 class. At one point, Jordan Smith was winning, mm-hmm. which is fucking wild. I actually, and this is for another. Uh, show. And then he, go ahead. And then he did things. Well, got a little help from Dylan Schwartz. <laughs> Dylan yeah. Schwartz is a fucking yeah. He, he was a, like he a was wrecking a, ball. Yeah, he had to just take out both guys that were you know. Um, but no, I actually, and we'll talk about that. We we can maybe talk about this on a different show. But I started thinking about. I kind of actually like the format of, hey man, like you guys are seated. You know, you actually make qualifying worth a damn going into the motos, and then you do your LCQs during the day, mm-hmm. and then we just have two twenty minute plus one and two fifteen plus one instead of doing the heats and the LCQs. Because yeah. I kind of like it. Because once again, I'd, we'd have to do a show where I go more in depth on my thought on this. But just the mm-hmm. easiest way to explain it is, it makes everything mean more every time mm-hmm. you touch the track. Yeah. Instead of, hey man, like I qualified seventh during the day, it doesn't really matter because my heat race doesn't matter. Think about it, think about if you did it too, and the, all the unseated guys were trying to get into. So you can already you can see where I'm coming from from this. Like it would, it to would get to the LCQ yeah. to even get into the night show. Yeah, no, it would I'm, make I'm every time guys are on track worth something. Whereas like half the time, let's be real, you go to a Supercross race, the mm-hmm. only thing that matters is one lap heater in practice. Yeah, and the mains. Yeah, in the main, everything else doesn't really matter to nope. these dudes. Nope. So not at all. So. All right, what else you got, man? What else did you see? Um, see? I didn't. I didn't go outside the stadium where they go outside the stadium. Oh, but the peristyle. That was the peristyle. Yeah, that was really cool to watch, though. I mean, I got chills when they're dropping back down and going up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting flashbacks to Larry Brooks that one year clipping the ball and. <laughs> well, did high. did they have a um? a big screen up there because I was thinking about, I was like, yeah, that'd be a cool spot for like during qualifying. But during the races, I feel like that, like that'd have been a shit spot to stand. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see a big screen out there, so okay. I can't comment. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, that'd be cool during practice. But I'm mm-hmm. like in the, and during the races, I'm like, eh, you, you're probably not going to see much, mm-hmm. but yeah, those, uh, where they came out, went in and came out, that was super narrow. So I was, I was really hoping we didn't have a Larry Brooks situation, but thank you. Yeah, Kev, 
we we talked to Kev right before we talked to you, and he said that that was the only downside to all that up there was it was very narrow, and then the split lane <laughs> thing coming back in, he's like, it didn't work, and everybody just went to the inside. So well, you couldn't use the outside to your advantage because you had to check up so hard, so you had yeah. to launch off of it. And I mean, dude, even like in practice, like Chase was manualing over mm-hmm. that face. Because he didn't want to launch down into the bottom. Yeah. So, like, but that's going to happen, though. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Oh, go ahead. Nothing. He's watching the race. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, um, I did notice in the stadium. So, we were on the opposite side of the peristyles, but I noticed the amount of time that Jet would make up coming down that hill and into the sand, that was noticeable. Like, mm-hmm. that was a noticeable. He was faster there. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, crazy line before uh the what's it called the, the big triple yeah that, that was where he was making up the time and eventually everybody did pick up on that but um yeah i noticed now watching that chase and jet were the first ones to pick up on it now, i'm a little surprised that kenny had the balls to do it just knowing what he's been through yeah with that that scary that was pretty cool like kenny uh, i feel like kenny's got more confidence on the suzuki which is wild to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that second moto, that second 450 moto, did you happen to notice anywhere where Chase was making a lot of time to put that gap in on the guys, or was it just kind of an all-over thing? Because, like, they weren't really showing him on the broadcast, so we couldn't really tell, like, where he was actually pulling away from those guys. Uh, the only section I could tell, uh, the only section I could tell that he was making up the time was that triple or quad over onto the table. He was flying over that. He was, I think he had like more dry, like he was sending it over that. I think that's where he got most of his gap. Hmm. I couldn't tell the rest of the track, but that was the one section that he was, he was clearly faster than those guys. Oh, that, that tabletop section. Hmm. That was, that was, that was right in front of where we were sitting. So you could, mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anything else you got on your notes, man? Um, let me see. Let me see. Did you think did at any point did you think Deegan was going to ghost ride? I didn't. I did. I thought for sure that was going to happen. And oh, that's uh, that's a second part of my rant, so I won't get into it too much here. But okay. yeah, I did. I did think it uh, like there there's more to come later in the show but yeah travis thinks it was a big miss that he didn't do it well i'll just say for me since i don't have a rant on this i don't think he did i didn't think he was gonna do it i thought the only way he was gonna do it is if he actually won the main like actually like won it and then i started thinking about even if he won it like it's him bobby was probably going bobby regan he's probably going don't you fucking ghost road my bike i swear to god Hmm. (laughs) so no no, i didn't i didn't think I didn't think at all at any point he was actually going to do it. I don't know, man. Like you, dude, I understand it's just as simple as stepping off the bike, but with the way these faces are nowadays, like so many of those things could go wrong. And he's just probably like, man, I know my dad did it. It would have been cool all these years later, but it's just not worth something stupid happening. Yeah. I, uh, once Kitchen was in front of him, I, I kind of ruled that out. And honestly, I thought Joe was going to pass him or get it. Yeah. Because Joe comes on late in the race, and he did in that first one, kind of. Mm. Joe was a little unimpressive all day. Honestly, he didn't. He wasn't Chicago Joe, I'll call him. But um, no, um, it was it was fun though. I had I had a blast. Sweet and awesome. 
What else? I'm trying to think of something else. I'm sure there's more. I'm sure I'll remember like 10,000 things once I get off. That's okay. Because that's normally how it goes. Um, no, did you hear hear something? Did you hear Levi Kitchen's tear-off story? Dude, yeah. I think that was awesome. crazy. That was awesome, uh, though. Fucking Levi. I swear to God, that kid pisses me off. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this part of the show. <laughs> kid, yeah. He's, yeah, he, yeah, that was, that was good, though. I've seen that. Stu did that before, too. Just took all the tear-offs off his goggles on the line, handed them to his uh, mechanic, and said, yeah, I don't need these. It's ballsy. It's ballsy. I mean, Supercross is definitely a lot easier than going outdoors, but it's ballsy. Mm -hmm. And compared to Chase, who I got some inside information, he never pulls the tear-offs. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when you got laminates on and there's like 50 of them and it's like looking through a brick wall. (laughs) What do you mean he never, what do you mean he never pulls tear-offs? Like even during the race? So uh, I uh, I caught up with Shane Doyle after the race, and he actually gave me a pair of goggles from practice. Okay, and he he and it's got full tear offs on it. He told me, yeah, uh, he never pulls tear offs, never. That's fucking wild. Yeah, it's it's weird. Huh. Uh, he probably pulled a whole bunch when he went head first in the sand, though. Look, <laughs> look, bro, maybe that's why he's tucking the front all the time. He can't see out of his fucking goggles. That's probably it. You know, okay, like, hey, Chase. That those are there. Pull them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's a bummer. He's gonna go out like that on Honda. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. He's got a, he's got a point to prove. He's he's not super happy, but we'll see. It's gonna be an interesting off season with him. Yeah, that's for sure. While I'm here and I got uh I got this uh, question, Justin. How do you think uh, MX Nations is gonna go for USA? Well, we're going to talk about that later in the show, but we can talk about it right now. Uh, so you want to just dive into it? You can, yeah, go for it. Give All us right, your spiel. Well, I don't have a whole lot to say outside of what we said kind of last week. So uh, honestly, ahead. I think it's going to be a rough day, especially for the fact that we're in France and the French fans are so over the top that I don't know what it is, but it just is always giving a boost to the French team. Look, man, I like all the guys on our team. You know, I like AP. I've known the kid for a long time. I've always been a fan of Christian, like RJ. Like, I think when he's on, he's one of the best dudes in the world on a 250. But Erne is such a different animal. There's going to be such a crazy vibe. Uh, I know Steve and all the pundits think that, oh, yeah, we get on the box. And Travis and me talked about this on the way to Chicago. I think we'll be lucky to get sixth or seventh overall. Wow. And I don't, and I, I think RJ, if this version of RJ shows up, he could be the one bright spot. But even if you go down through the list with like the shuffling of the classes about like Prado is going to be an M- an open instead of MX one, you know they're putting Ruben Fernandez in there. They're changing some guys like Liam Everett's going to be on a four fifty and not a three fifty. Oh, I mean, really? you start looking at like AP. Okay, like dude, he's not going to beat Jet. He's not going to beat Renault. He's not going to beat Fevre. He's not going to beat Prado. He's not going to beat Gertz. You know, and then you got Christian. Who knows what he's going to do? Like RJ might do the best, but I think qualifying is going to be super rough. So we're going to have a shit gate pick. And I don't see us getting in the top five. Like I just I don't see how it's it's possible. Like the teams this year. I mean, obviously we're listening missing them some star power with Hurlings not being there, but like you go through the teams and they're they're all stacked. I mean, this is like even Germany is good with with Roxen and Langenfelder. So um I don't know, man. I just you look through the list and like who 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 would you give the best chance to? Like even Christian. Like what what's he gonna get? Like tenth, twelfth? <laughs> Like, dude, he's gonna get smacked around by a bunch of MX2 guys. Like, let's be real. Like, he's not gonna beat Hunter. If well, who knows how Hunter's gonna feel after this race? But I don't know. They'll probably shoot up with cortisone. 
Um, I don't see him beating Vial. I don't see him beating Kunin. I don't see him beating Langenfelder. So I, I wish I could say that I feel like we could be top five, but I, I don't see it. We're not beating Australia. We're not beating Belgium. We're not beating France. Like We're not beating Netherlands. Spain's really good. So I, I don't know. I, I wish we could be better, but we've always struggled when we go to France for MX of Nations. So what do you think? Well, I got to ask you, Justin, what was, so I've heard about 2009. We went in with Dungey, who was it, Tedesco and, and Weimer. Yep. Weimer. Wasn't it the same vibe that we couldn't win? No, because if you think about it, Dungey had just come off an MX2 title. So like that was okay. the first time in the MX, in, in the 450 class. Weimer had been like, yeah, we, nobody thought we could win, but you were talking about guys that had actually been battling that year in our own series. Yeah. For for like oh, wins yeah. and podiums, like I know AP's been on the box, but Christian's been out. Christian's been out to what? Glendale was it Glendale yeah, that he crashed? Glendale. So that was what February. <clears throat> that was a long time ago. February. So okay, I know he's been riding. I've seen his videos on the out. Like he's been getting that biked out in, but he's been riding at like Spiderwick or whatever the hell it is. Spider MX. Spider MX. Like RJ is either on or off. Let's be real. And AP couldn't even win a moto in our own series. So like I I get that, and it was a different vibe. But we don't even have a champion from our own series going, or a guy that even you know won a race. Whereas Dunge, like I said, he won the MX2 title. Like Tedesco had battled for podiums. You know, Weimer was this probably the second best American that year in the the uh, lights class. So <clears throat> I wish I could say there could be that vibe, but the other teams weren't as good as the teams are. I mean, dude, Australia, like you know, we see with Jed Hunter, France with Fever Vial and Renault. I don't know. I, I wish I could say it'd, it'd be the same thing, but we don't even have a champion from our own class going. Interesting. And no, I mean, I, guy, and Geyser's rounding, Geyser's rounding into form two as well. So like, that's going to be a strut. Like Slovenia is not going to get on the box or even get top five or probably even top 10, but Geyser could sure as shit go out and win both of his motos. Yeah. Big caveat here too. If uh, Hurlings is healthy, him and guys are going to go at it next year in GPs. Well, that depends on if Hurlings decides to not take a year off and just, you know, come over here. <laughs> True. Well, if he comes over here, he's whooping Jet around. So. <laughs> Fake news. Look, man, I believe the same thing, but Hurlings has just got to focus on being healthy and just not having bad juju go his way. Like, he's just, he's got so much issues. Um, I know Travis and me have debated all this time, but I still feel like Hurlings when he's 100% is the fastest dude in the world on an outdoor track, on an outdoor track, not on a Supercross, on an outdoor track. Um, but he just Hurlings hasn't been healthy, healthy since like 2021. So, you know, he's fragile. I mean, you're not you're not wrong, and you look at the sense that he just gets hurt all the time. He's it's fragile. Just, it's just stupid stuff. So he's like Hunter. Um, we'll see. I'm actually more, uh, looking forward to his last year of his contract when he comes over here. Cause honestly, at this point, like him racing GPs, it, it doesn't even really matter anymore. No one cares. Not about GPs. No, not for him. I mean, he's no. done everything like whatever, you know, he's not beaten caught. He's not winning as many Kyle Rowley championships. He's, he's already matched Everts. So why does it, it doesn't really matter anymore at this point for him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if he, uh, he didn't get hurt the first time this year he was probably going to win that championship oh he would have won this championship he would have won last year he would have won 2020 like he would have won them all (laughs) yeah like i like guys are a lot like timmy g is one of my favorite guys but you know he has not beat hurling straight up for a championship when hurlings has stayed healthy but you know you got to be there 
right. Wow. A- anything else you want to talk about, man? Um. You guys want to come down for A1? Absolutely fucking not. I'm not coming to California for a long time. Travis hates California just as much as he hates Chicago. I don't, li- I don't like going to communist countries. <laughs> oh, boy. We're not going to get into politics. We might. <laughs> I don't want to. Hey, we'll meet at uh, we'll Miller. How about that? Meet where? So. I still didn't hear what he said. I didn't hear what you said either. You cut out. Uh, Millville, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we might be able to do that. I'm starting to save my money for that one. That a There boy. you go, buddy. That a boy. So, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks Thank for you. everything Thank you. you do for us, man. Really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, and we'll, uh, you know, we're going into off season here. I do have some shirts coming your way. I gotta place another shirt order with a couple for some of the newer or some of. The, blah, blah, blah. I gotta get a couple more shirts so I can send you the some of the new colorways here. So I'll I'll have some of that coming your way here before before we start the twenty twenty four season. Uh, I I do have a normal job, so. Uh... If I can make it out to the test track this year, I definitely will, but no promises on that one. That's okay. Whatever you can do is fine. So we'll make it happen. But all right. Thanks, uh, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. So all right. Later. It. All right. Isaac Gonzalez, everybody. West Coast contributor there. Mm-hmm. He's such a nice kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he hangs out with us as dickheads. No, no. We're a bunch of assholes. Whatever. So anyway. All right. Um. Cool. Okay. Let me get into my fucking Holster Co. Reload rant here. Okay. Holster Co. Reload rant. Link in the description down below. Make sure to check out Holster Co. Mike and them. Great people. Go buy a bunch of stuff from them. Why the fuck was the All-Star race before the fucking night show started? Do you know how pissed off I was when I turned it on and that race was over? Dude, this is just like the last round in Utah. Like, they remember when they did it during the day or before the night show? Like, it actually went Like, what live? the fuck? Nobody told that. What the fuck? Like, you even look at the schedule when it didn't. I was, because I was looking at the schedule. I was like, well, how are they going to do this when they have the KTM Juniors or whatever the hell they're called now? How are they going to fit that in? And I didn't realize the, they had KTM Juniors. So well, that was my I was first looking thing. At, I was looking at the schedule because I wanted to look at the time or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I was like, okay, this is gonna be interesting. How they're gonna fit it in, you know, like how they're gonna manage that or whatever. And even if you look and look at it, like something looked weird, but it still lined up with like after the 450 main. And then, so I'm like, all right, I don't give a shit about the pre-show. Like I'm gonna put it on five minutes before we go live. Bingo. And then I get on there, and we have like two minutes to go. And thankfully, I didn't look in the top corner to see what the results were. So I'm like, rewind. But I'm like, what the oh, fuck no, is this? Oh no, I turned it on right as Adams won and went, oh fuck me. I'm like, Great. what is this shit? It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, they, like, it's they did the same thing at the round in Utah when Cochran won. The 65s and the 85s run the night show, yeah. and then you get to the 250 All Stars, which I'm like, okay, this will be sweet. Like we can watch, you know these future kids ride because i enjoy the futures thing to kind of like start seeing what's coming next and then of course i've yeah what no nope, like we sorry couldn't, we couldn't you. have done the ktm stuff and then the futures yeah like, be at the nice yeah, like the ktms couldn't do because they didn't the even first show thing. them so like why does it why does it matter when the ktms you're not showing it on tv yeah. you're showing the highlights i don't understand put the futures on like we always do like it's a big why deal. did we have ktm juniors anyway we haven't know, had ktm man. juniors at the other two fucking rounds yeah, i don't know i don't know why that was stupid. Fucking stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. I agree. It I was, was, I was f- so fucking I was like, pissed. I was like, what is this shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, if I'd have known that, I'd have watched it, but I don't ever watch the pre-show because I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't either. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was watching some football game with my buddy, hoping he was winning a bunch of money so I didn't have to pay for vacation because <laughs> that was the deal I made. Yeah, so that was a little stupid. I don't get it. Like, at least, look, at least let people know. 
Like, let everybody know on Race Day Live, because it's not like you don't know on Race Day Live. You're yeah. not just going to, like, spring this, so, oh, hey, guys, you're going on, t- you know, 20 minutes before the night show starts. Like, you knew at the beginning of the day. Yeah. Let us know on Race Day Live instead of just being like, oh. Oh, here's a great idea. How about we just keep the fucking schedule the same? No, if we're going to have these fucking oddball amateur races at these things, they're just in the middle between the two mains. You want to do something? Again, makes no fucking sense. Let's do KTM Juniors at this race. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, we haven't. We haven't th- had it, any we, of these three rounds. We haven't had KTM Juniors since like great. What Supercross? Supercross? Like round yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Probably. Probably Salt Lake City. I think yeah. there were. Maybe. Lake I don't City, know. But whatever. I'm just like I don't fucking. It, I was. I was pissed. No, I was stupid. I was like, fucking. Yeah, I don't know. Because like a lot of those dudes, like I was curious. I was like, okay, well, how's Drew Adams gonna do? I've watched him ride some Supercross, but like now, like a little bit more pressure. How's Janet gonna do? Towers, like we've. I was like, okay, because those guys are going to be riding the Futures. I'll tell you how Towers did. Oh, dude. <sighs> Bummer. Towers Bummer. just cost himself a Star Yamaha ride. Bummer. Bummer. So, yeah. Went a little wild. Got a little short. You see that cartwheel by... Parker Ross. Uh, oh, yeah, on Friday. Fucking gnarly. Yeah, you mean the same thing like Seth did? Yeah. Hey, is that Noah Vinny kid ever going to do anything? No, no. Or just crash his brains no. out all the time? No, nah, man. Holy he, shit. He's just, a, he's just a SoCal kid or wherever. I think he's from SoCal. To yeah. Just whatever. He doesn't really have to. That was that was also just just wild. Absolutely wild. Um, okay. So that's been your Holtzcoat Reload Rant. Uh, a couple other things here. So schedule comes out for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to Alabama. Going to Philadelphia, we're back to St. Louis, Nashville. I'm happy we're back in St. Detroit's Louis. Detroit's really early in the year. That's a little weird, but whatever. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, we're, out- making, we're making truck drivers literally do crisscross across the East Coast. Yeah, who knows? Outdoors is all the same. No SMX venues yet. Well, we know Chicago's probably, probably going to yeah, be one. We heard so that's interesting. Whatever. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, I'm curious the not where going to Atlanta. So that's and I feel different. like they're doing that because we're doing speedway rounds. So we're like, oh, outside of Daytona, we're not yeah. going to do another speedway. I am curious though if we do go back to Chicago, okay? Because we heard that rumor at Chicago, and it's probably it came from someone at Feld. Yep. So okay, so you can kind of mark Chicago in there, whether it be the first, middle round. It's not going to be the last round. Mm-hmm. It does make me wonder since we heard, yeah, L.A. Unless they sold out, like they're not coming back there. It was a one-time deal, whatever, and they clearly I, didn't. I sell. thought they didn't say sold out. I thought they that's, said it was not going back there. Period. Well, that's what a certain someone that would possibly sway them. Mm. That's what he said. He was like, outside of them selling out and doing ridiculous. At least that's what I heard him say. Hmm. But either way, we're not going back. There. It was a one-time deal, like first Supercross race there ever, first SMX race. Like I get it. I get why we went there. I think we go back to Vegas. No, man. Remember we, what Homeboy said that like it cost him too much money? Yeah, but why would we not go to Vegas to the Speedway? Because I think it's going to cost him too much money. I don't know. Does I don't DMG think we're going group back. on the Speedway? I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we're going back to Vegas. Uh, which I don't, I don't know. I heard it was in the cards. We did hear it was in the cards. I heard it was in the cards we from did. people higher did. than Ex- the person that was exactly, telling us exactly. the other things. But I think that might be if it's possible down the road. I'm just talking about solely next year. Where, like... Where the hell are we going then? I heard we're going back. I heard we're going back to Charlotte, but I heard we're going to the Speedway. Okay, I heard so, we're going to the big track. All right, so if we're doing that and we're doing doing Chicago again, mm-hmm. cool, set, whatever. They went swimmingly, and then we're going to Vegas. I don't see that happening, man. I don't see it happening. Bet we go to no, Vegas. No, I don't think so. Finish it off. Nope, I don't think so. I don't agree with that. Hundred percent chance. I don't think so. Ninety five percent. No, chance. I think it's like ten. I give it ninety five. I bet we're going to the Speedway in Vegas to finish it off. I don't think so. It'd maybe we go to Texas. Safe. Maybe go to maybe we go to Coda. We're not going to Texas. I think we should though. We're not going to Coda. We should because there isn't a race in October in Coda. 
I think we should. We're not going to Coda. Well, they're definitely not going with that race during that other race because that other race won't let that race go because that other race has more money than this race. Yeah, I know. So, but that's fine too because the other race doesn't happen in October either. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, I would not be surprised if we go Charlotte, Chicago, Vegas. Charlotte, Chicago, and I, I just even I just don't know where else we would go. Vegas. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I mean, dude, this is. This is like Deegan going to Star. Just put the pieces together. I just don't know where else would even be possible. Like, uh, there's not a lot of venues that we could go to that could hold what they're trying to do. Vegas. <sighs> Whatever. Not the stadium. The the Motor Speedway. I still think there's drag strip want- there too. No God, we're doing that again. Uh yeah, I don't know. The schedule is weird. Outdoors is always going to be what it's going to be. Uh, the schedule is weird. I mean, think about it. Where do you want to finish your? You know, big championship. Dude, I think a lot of people are over going to Vegas. I think a lot of people are Everybody over. wants to go back to Vegas. Everybody, nobody wants to go to Salt Lake City to finish it out. They fucking, everybody fucking hates Salt Lake City outside of Feld because Feld gets paid to go there. I don't know why you would hate Salt Lake City. It's a hell of a lot better place than They like going Vegas. there, but not for the finals. Let's face it. What do you want to do when you win a championship? Party. Bingo. Yeah. Not a huge party scene in Salt Lake City. No, no, no. L.A. was fine yesterday. Okay, cool. Look, man, That's I just cool. I don't I just don't like Vegas. What? Uh, well, that you, stadium's a shithole. You? What stadium? This when we used to go when we used to go to Whatchamacallit. Yeah, that's not that's not in the cards anymore. We're either, no, I know. We're gonna I'm go just, to the Speedway. Well, I don't think the Speedway is much better. I we well, I mean, I'm sure the Speedway's <laughs> nice. Spe- Speedway's not as old as Sam. Look, you and me have both been to Las Vegas a lot of times. Not a lot of nice things in Las Vegas. I don't really need to go back, but exactly. You know, I don't like. I went to that place a lot. I don't like it. But we're. Pr- I will lay you a bunch of money that that's where we're going. All right. Hypothetically, if we didn't go to Vegas, where would we go? I don't even know because they're going to want to take it somewhere big to finish it, which is going to be Vegas. Okay. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm sailing this ship already, and when I'm re- correct on this, I'm going to replay this in the fucking short with it. That's fine. That called it and fucking. Look, man, I don't think we will. September twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. I don't have an answer. We're going to Vegas to to finish off the year. Maybe that's. I mean, I just don't see how the fuck you. No, I don't either. Any place else? I don't either. I just don't. I just don't know. Anyways, so schedule is good. I mean, yeah, outdoors is the same. So whatever. All right. Um. There we are. It was like ten. Okay. Any thoughts on this Prado? Bike fire. Oh, well, I definitely for a second thought, because I had a little mm. uh, little tidbit when you said Prado, but we went somewhere different. <laughs> uh, we, we went in different directions. Uh, well, I have something to say about Prado, but it's okay. not the bike fire. Well, we can talk about what you have to say after you talk about the bike fire. Bike I mean, dude, like, dude, they just do it better than we do. Who <laughs> burns <laughs> a factory bike to the ground, bro? Look, man, DeCarly's got a lot of money. It's fine. It's unfucking real. Uh, look, dude, they just do it harder over there, bro. I'm not upset about it. It's uh, just it was funny. wild. It was funny. They didn't give a shit. Everybody just walked away from there like, well, that's just that's a good just way to burn $100,000. Sure. It's fine. Okay, what did you have to say about Prado? I don't have anything to say about Prado. It's something that there was actually it's not even a rumor because he made this like he confirmed this with a Spanish uh I don't know if it's a Spanish team, a Spanish radio, a Spanish like uh he's coming over here for Supercross next year. To Bef- ride for who? That's what he's being very vague with it, but he confirmed this. He's like, I am but- coming. No, 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 no. This is different. This is different. He actually, he's like, no, it's signed, sealed. Like, I am coming over. Remember how a certain somebody was like, oh, he's doing it for leverage? I was going to say, we were told. But it that's was, different. He was, he, we were told if he wasn't getting what he wanted, he was going to say that. Maybe he is getting what he wanted. He just won a championship. 
Maybe he is getting what he wanted, but that he confirmed it. He, con- he confirmed it today with some span. I don't know who. I don't know who it was. It would be wild to me though that he's put in all this work and everything, and he wins one big bike title over there, and it's then like, okay, cool. Now I want to go to the next thing. Like, I, I mean, it's not unheard Look, of. Dude, Prado's been all about this wild. American dream for a while now. He's been all about this American dream, dude. And he's here's the thing: he's still young enough, and that kid has got the talent to get it figured out. I'm going. I'm. Until a team is announced, I'm still going with he's just using it for leverage at this point. I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about it. It's fine. But see, here's the but, here's the difference, though. And I know that a certain someone said leverage, and we all know that that's the game he's played. The difference is, and you can go back and look at his comments, he said, oh, it's a possibility. He confirmed it. He's like, I am coming over. Before, he was like, ah, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not doing this. It's all in the wording. He's like, I am coming over. Pre-MXGP, I'm coming over. Now, here's where there might be some a little bit of like interpretation. He's like, I'm coming over for Supercross. Does that mean he's coming over to just ride Supercross to get used to it? Or does that mean he's dropping in and he's going to race some? That's where the thing it could be like, hey. And wait, they make it sound like he was going to race the GPs the next year too? No, he is. He said pre-MXGP season. Because their season starts in Mar- like late February, early March. I don't know what their schedule is going to be. Interesting. Well, so, like, this will be it, interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, because I mean, it could be one of those things where he's just coming over, getting dialed in, going to the gas gas track. Like, hey, we're gonna and then we're gonna make a run when I actually come over. Or if he's just actually dropping in, and then you're right. Like, because what we heard in Chicago, if he drops in, like that's a fucking shakeup for the team that he's riding for. Because mm-hmm. that means like somebody's not going to be happy. <laughs> Weird. But that's uh that's a little that's that's very interesting. I saw that and I'm like, huh, huh, huh. that's, that's weird. Huh. But hey, man, like we kind of talked about with that certain somebody in Chicago, more talent we over here makes our series better. Yeah. And like I said, Prado's young enough and he's sure shit got the talent to get it figured out. I'm not saying winning championships and doing all this shit, but he's got the talent to figure it out. So yeah, hey, one more dude, yep. cool with it. Yep. Uh, anything else we want to talk about that's not have to do with the 250 class here no. before we get started on that no all right well then let's get started 250 race recap brought to you by our friends at depth creative co make sure you check them out for all your graphics needs links in the description down below getting right into it we're getting right into it Fucking first right stop on. deegan danger zone brought to you by our friends at isaac nelson design so deegan goes <laughs> five two for first and wins the inaugural Super Motocross World Championship title. Wild. Wild. If you'd ask me in January at A2 if Hayden Deegan was going to win any one of these three titles this year, I would have told you you were fucking crazy. And yet, here we are. He has a number one plate. He does. Congrats, man. Congratulations to the kid. Congrats to the kid, man. Hey, congratulations to the kid. Like he he was he persevered through a lot of shit. Like you said, I love the haters. They motivate me. Like as a kid. Thank you for the shout out, by the way. Really appreciate it, Hayden. Hey man, like look, dude, you know, we're very critical. We've backed off a lot in the last couple months. Um, I wouldn't even call us critical. Well, we're just being realistic. We're being the same shit that that everyone else has said all year long including his own camp, has said the same shit we're saying. The problem is, is that people come out here, just like last night, five seconds after he won, my phone, 
on videos from three months ago. Oh, really? No Fuck. shit. Really? Dude. Wow. Comments. Like, how much time do you, how much time do you have on your hands to go back in videos how that we posted three months? How do you remember months? this? I can't remember a video I watched 25 minutes ago, I don't let remember. alone something I watched months ago. Man, I don't remember what I had breakfast this morning. Like, how do you remember what exactly said? Unbelievable. But, that, but that's, why, that's why I have a hard time getting behind the whole Deegan hype because of his fans like that. I he can't is. stand people that don't have a life that they will literally go back shit we said months ago be like I told yeah. you so I told you so I don't associate him with them though I mean like it's great that he has his fans and stuff and like it's great what he's doing for the sport with bringing the fans in and everything that's fucking awesome they're out of control but they also pay the fucking bills so alright sweet dude cool awesome thank you I can't believe he has a number one plate I'm just gonna say it again I can't believe it's he also, has a number one plate I also definitely and I'm just one more time so we have a title for the video I cannot believe he has a number one play. <laughs> well, here, here, here's the th- here's the thing that I, is unbelievable to me. If you would have told me he would have won this SMX, granted there was a lot of shit that happened, so you can't. We and we'll get into it. We can't just sweep that underneath the rug. No. Oh boy, here we go. You're gonna here come the comments. No, like I oh, definitely. Boy. Oh boy. You know they weren't really crucifying you. They didn't agree with you necessarily, but they weren't crucifying you about the Kenny Jet situation uh-huh. last week. Now you're about to get. Cru- you know what? And just, I think I got some two by fours. We'll just get a cross going here for later. So go ahead. Look, man, I definitely, I don't think what I'm going to say is that bad. I think it's pretty obvious. Oh, it's pretty boy, bad. here we go. This means it's going to be really, I don't <laughs> no, think it's that bad. No, it's oh, not. Listen, this is listen, get listen, really listen, bad. listen. Okay. All listen, right. Comment no, down below. <laughs> Comment down below. Here we go. Seriously. Up, all right. Man. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. It's not that bad. I, I swear. To, I swear. If you'd have told me he would have won the title by winning one fucking race and the rest of them just getting dropped. <laughs> Oh fuck! Here it comes. Here <laughs> it Sorry, comes. guys. Like I, I couldn't do it. Like man, I gotta just, I gotta oh, get shit. in there. <laughs> he won the Holy shit. I'm not sure you're like, dude. Like emotionally, I feel like you're more fragile than me. And like, here we go now. I'm gonna have to deal with this. I think it's funny, dude. Because look, I will give the kid. It's what I do with Jet. It's what I do with Jet. I give the kid all the credit because I'm about to go in on Levi when we go to when we talk oh, about well, Levi. We'll get to that soon here too. I give the kid all the credit in the world. Congratulations, Hayden Deegan. You are a 250 champion. Like he earned it. He persevered. He showed how much talent he has at Washougal when he went one one and basically fucking did it Eli Tomac style and beast moded them. He was in there at a lot of the races outdoors. He had the speed. He was fast qualifying a lot of races. He got second in both series. He ran up front in supercrosses. He won heat races. But it's still amazing to me that he won this title with outside of the first race at Charlotte, he, he wasn't on everybody else's level. And I know there were some things that led to why he was, I know, whatever, going, whatever he dealt with last week. I don't know. But dude, we watched what happened in the first main. Like, dude, he went backwards and say like he had arm pump, but then he talked to Duffy and he's like, hey, I mean, he's fine. Like, there's no issue. Like, we just, we had to be better. So it's like, I don't really know. And we know that these guys, like, especially it's your dad, and he's going to stick up for you. And that's fine. Like, shit happens. You're not always going to be the fastest guy. It's like what I say about Jet. He's not always going to be the fastest guy. It's fine. Second, Levi did what he did to him early this year in outdoors. I think that's the shockingest thing to me is, is I would have thought if Hayden was going to win this title, it was because he was just going to, dude, he was going to rack up one. He was going to win races. He was going to do this. He'd do that. And if you just told me he would have won this title with only winning one of the six, I think that surprises me a lot because, I mean, dude, we were there in Chicago. Like, dude, he was up front, and then Hunter gapped him, and then he just kept going backwards. And then the second one, he was kind of irrelevant. 
Yeah, tonsillitis and uh, whatever wisdom teeth issues. I yeah, mean, I mean, what? I don't it's know. a problem, dude. I mean, it, I don't. I've never had tonsillitis, so I can't speak on that. But I, do I thought know they that, also said he had strep. Yeah, he had that he too. I, there was a lot of things. There was a lot going on in this area. Look, man, we're he not talked gonna, on the podium, and I've had strep before, and he sounded fine. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. I'm we're not, not going to dispute whether he did. I don't know. That. I'm not in the camp. I don't care. But I'm just. I think that's a shocking thing to me. Is but it still doesn't take away the fact. Hey, man, you're a 250 champion, and all the credit in the world. Like the kid, he was in it all year in every in all three series. He was in it. He was in it. He definitely showed that he has the speed to win these titles. Uh, he's obviously going to be a title favorite next year, as deserved. So, and outside of anything, he'll be on the West Coast. He'll be at A1, where everybody wants him to be. And yeah, man, like he's going to be a problem. He he's good. He is very fucking good. Mm-hmm. He's got the determination. We've talked about this off the air. That I don't think anything's going to deter him. I don't think the outside noise is going to deter him. But I still believe, man, it's not going to be a cakewalk for him. Like he's going to be the title favorite. But I think it's slim. Like there's a lot of guys that are just as good and that can beat him. So. I don't, I don't, I just, I think we might argue about that coming into Supercross. What I've seen last night says that he's not, he's not above everybody because Hunter wasn't even there and he didn't even win a race. Sure. And then the second moto at Charlotte, he didn't win the race. I'm not going to, uh, and we know that outside of like, and there was no whoops, but that's his weak point, and he even addressed this. So like, that even makes it even um, better for him. Yep, we got crucified for that too, and then he said it himself. So you know, fucking so, like, sweet, I, dude. I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We, we can talk about that when we get there. But uh, I think there's other guys that can beat him for the championship. I'm just, he's not number one on my board. He's in that. He's one. He's a one A. Yeah, but there are guys. There's a lot of dudes that are just as good as him. I'm just. I mean, I'm in shock and awe that we have a number one plate for next season. That's impressive. Wonder so. what, I, I'm curious what number he's going to go with. If he's going to go try to 38. Drop the, no, he's going to oh, go 38. That's what I kind of yeah. figured he was going to go with. That's what I've to. heard. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, wow. That's okay. Cool. There we are. Deegan. You're Deegan Danger Zone. I can't believe we have a number one plate. Uh, look, man, we're just going to. In if, our first year. If he find, if he, if we find out that he, it, well, I mean, we know he's going to go West Coast, but outside of anything crazy happening, when that gets confirmed. I don't know. He said in the press conference, he was like, I don't care. I'll race them both. That's I'm like, all right. Well, the kid wants to race. Oh, fuck it. Did. Let him race. Uh, Let him we race might actually... 250 on the opposite coast. Let him race. Nah, man, just fucking throw him into the 450 class. I mean, he's next Ricky Carmichael, so why not? Uh, he said he'd race 450s on the opposite oh coast. Oh my next god! Year. So here we go. Let's no, start. let's start. Whatever. It. I want to see it. Oh, uh, dude, we're gonna I get somebody like, yeah, like we... he could do it. Like, dude, he could podium. Because then we could get, then we can get the Deegan, Deegan versus Jet. Jet. That'll be yes. great. Yeah, whatever. Hunter let's could just continue start to beat that him already. Um, dude, I don't think there's gonna be anything in there, even when he does. Whatever. Um, oh, you're giving Jet credit. That's cute because you have to pick which one you hate less. <laughs> That's fucking sweet. Well, one's really, really accomplished, and one's not. So, wow, you—that's like the nicest thing. You've oh, ever shut said the about fuck Jet. up! Shut Holy the fuck, fuck up! Um, wow, you got a soft spot for him in there. After we all. just got to work a little harder. To pull that. I soft mean, his spot fans, his fans aren't as stupid. So, um. We might actually, for the first time, have to try to do a West Coast 250 preview show if we find out, because we know he's going west outside of anything crazy. Yeah. Might actually have to do one, because we don't ever do that, because we don't know, but like we might actually have to do one, just because we know it's going to get views. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We just we we don't even gotta talk about the whole coast. Just we just talk about Hayden. Digging. Just talk about Hayden. How he's gonna yes. do every route. Yes. So how do you think Hayden's gonna do here, here? We're here. gonna do a preview show on Thursday. Exactly. <laughs> it's just all about Hayden Deegan. All about Deegan. So oh, that's great. All right. Uh so You sh- haters, we love you too. You fuel us. And you make us a bunch of money. Just I mean, yeah. Maybe tone it down slightly. All right. So that's been your Isaac Nelson Designs. Do the danger zone. Ah, last one of the year. Last one of the year. That was great. So, all right. Uh, so Shimoda goes 4 4. Shimoda fucking punted Deegan that first moto, and I fucking loved it. I'm here for it. Oh, dude. And he was. Uh, I, he got them elbows out, and boom. And I was like, oh, this is. Great. And it wasn't even. And dude, he, like, dude, it's not like he even center punched him. He just. No, like, hey man, don't leave the door, o- don't yeah. leave the door open, especially on a fucking straightaway where the inside goes way to the outside. Here's the thing: listen, to the 250 press conference. I do wish somebody would ask Deegan what he thought of that, because nobody asked him. To be honest, the end of the 250 press conference fucking sucks because nobody was asking. There was like three questions, and then they were like, "Anybody? Anybody?" I mean, I'm gonna anybody? be honest with you. What What's he gonna say? Because it's not like he's not aggressive with dudes and supercross. I mean, I just would have been interested to have someone actually ask. Him All right, say, so my I question- know there's certain things you can't ask in these press conferences. I'm not some fucking idiot yeah, like, like like a Jordan lot of these Smith. people. But I would have been like, "All right, dude. So so Joe comes up in, in that first moto and like pushes you out of the way. Uh, what, I don't what's feel going like he, through your head. I, I don't feel like you would have an issue with it. My question to you is, if he would have snapped back and said an issue with it, what would you have thought? Do you think you would have got a lot of shit? I don't know. If I'm if he would have really ca- if he would have clapped back and said, "Yeah, like that was that was unnecessary." Do you think you would have got a lot of a lot of shit from people? Maybe. Cuz I mean, sure. dude, that was like, look, we've we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot worse. It like it insert Vince, Vince Freeze. Insert <laughs> <laughs> Vince Freeze. Insert Vince Freeze plowing uh, Christian Craig. Yeah. Maybe you should have worded that. <laughs> no. That's exactly how um, I word that. Look, dude, he he knows that now that he has a target on his back, he's up there. He's gonna be battling for championships. This is gonna happen, dude. Like yeah. he, everybody, like when you're when you're battling for championships, don't leave the door open. The crazy thing is, is all sorts of shit like this happens to Joe all the time, and we're like, Joe's got to be more aggressive. Joe's and he finally did. And he finally did it. And he even tried to run it in on Tom, and Tom just was a little bit smarter. So it's like, hey, man, like good, like listen, Joe. That's the guy that needs to show up every round next year. That's the guy that needs to show up every round. Like, don't pussyfoot around. Like, yeah. dude, that's the that's the one thing. You're too nice, and I think that he's just kind of over it. Yeah. Um, that was a good bribe for him, though. I'm a little disappointed in the second moto that I don't know what he was doing half the time. I don't know he, if he said he didn't like it. They fixed too much of the track. And well, I mean, they did go back and doze everything. So he wasn't he wasn't a huge fan. Hey, man, of it. It's gonna be good to see that number thirty on a fucking Honda, though. Jay's asking him in the press conference what his plans were for next year and when we might be hearing anything, and we got a no comment. Lame. Uh, Lame. Joe, love it, but lame. I'm excited to see him on a Honda, though. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited to see him on a Honda. I just wonder what coast. I assume he'd probably go East Coast. He's going to need some time. Super. So they're going to put Hymas on West? I mean... I feel like Hymas already has proven himself that he's good in Supercross. He's been on the bike for a while now. Yeah, we'll see, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's not a title favorite. We know that. But, like, the reason why I didn't last year is because we didn't want to rush him into it. Yeah. Like, dude, he was fine in the Supercross as he raced it, and he's been on the bike for a while. Okay. All right. Well. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you put Joe on East if they were smart? Like, dude, you want all the testing time you want because he's going to be a title favorite. And I'm not saying he's not running know. away from Deegan. Like, he's not running away from Deegan. But, like, dude, I'd rather Joe come in knowing he's a title threat that there's no Lawrence's to deal with. Be interesting to see how he handles this pressure 
because he hasn't handled pressure well when there's been talk in the industry about him doing stuff. And now you're going to be the only one on that coast for that team. So we'll see. We'll see. Although I did hear that they kind of sold him on it for number one. He could do his own gear thing. So that was a big smart point. Smart. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to stay with Fox. And number two, I heard the other selling point was that he was going to be the sole focus there. Well, I mean, yeah, because um, Hymas you know, still so, is working his way into shit. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, RJ goes 2-6 for three. That first moto was good. He was really good. Uh, he was ripping. A little bit of old RJ that showed up. That first 250 moto was so good anyway because you had six dudes in, within five seconds of That each was some other. of the best 250 racing we've, we've seen, seen in a long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. Like, dude, the second main, he just shit start. And he even said it. He's like, by the time I realized where I was at and what was going on, he's like, dude, I just, there was didn't no have point. It. And I think also, too, I think that he is focused on MX of Nations in two weeks. And he, he said, didn't look uh, like the lights were on, but no one was home at that point. So that was better. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you're talking about another dude. Like, he's going to be a title favorite next year once again because there's no Lawrences around. So, like, dude, he's just got to be healthy. RJ Hampshire is not a title favorite in my book any year at this point. I don't think a lot of these kids you could say are a title favorite, actually, because I mean, none ne- of them. Next year is one of those gap years where it's going to be like, who do you pick? But... There's a lot of dudes that can be a title favorite. It's just who's going to be, who's going to manage the bad days. And that's the thing yeah. I look at a lot of these dudes why I'm like, like seven dudes that can yeah. win a title if they just learn how to figure it out. Yeah. Um. All right. So Justin Cooper goes seven, three for fourth. Over it. Flat. He's just over it. Flat. He's just over it. He's a four fifty guy. He's just over he it. Wants to get he's married. been over it. He's been over it since Charlotte. He wants to get married, plan a baby, and then fucking ride his four fifty. And not never mind. Um I was about to say something. And I, was, fucking, I was about to say something and I was like, I'm not gonna do it. Fuck up. He's uh he's got he was just over it, dude. Yeah. He was over it. He um It's funny they even brought it up about how bad he's been or like how unmotivated he's looked. Well, I think it was funny, too, that they were bringing up the whole team tactics of that second man. I'm like, dude, Levi's not going to pull over. None He's these, going away. And then Jay Coop. guys like Deegan. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck do you think Jay Coop's going to do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's over, dude. You could see it from the jump, yeah. which is weird, too, because like he was actually trying to put heaters in in every practice. Yeah. And then I'm like, you just come out in the mains and you just, nah, whatever. I'll yeah. just finish. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Levi Kitchen goes 10-1. Yeah, 10-1 for fifth. And even he was pissed off about, like, I don't he should understand be. why I can't he should do be. this. Like, dude, how have you not figured this out? I am one of the biggest Levi Kitchen supporters. Everybody knows this. I've been pumping this kid up since he was in the end of B class. Kid's got so much fucking talent. I'm so like, pissed at him. It's so annoying. Like, dude, how... And, and it's... I don't know if he, like, if he legitimately is now finally realizing, and it's good. Like, man, hopefully that lights a fire under your ass. Because this is, once again, proving that if he can get his mental side of shit together, he can win both series. He has the talent and the speed to win both a Supercross title and an outdoor title next year. And if this is finally the round where it just clicks in your fucking head, like, dude, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm I'm actually glad, like, when they went to interview him, when Will was in, and he just, like, was just dead face. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. He probably is just, like, just, really? Really? What the fuck? There was no point where I was like, yeah, man, like, Deegan's, no, dude, he was fine. He's like, he is, uh, he's exactly like, Half the dudes in this class, except the difference if is between yank, half the dudes outside of RJ. He can, but the difference is outside of because RJ is the closest one. Yeah, he wins. Other dudes like we know have the speed to win, mm-hmm. but they actually haven't won yet. Yeah, like yeah. Max Volan. Like Max Volan has the speed to win, but yeah. he hasn't done it yet. Levi's. I don't know what his percentage rate is when he gets a start, but as when he wins, but it's got to be pretty fucking high. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I'm so fired up because. 
I hate seeing dudes that are this talented waste it and not say that he's not putting in the work because we know he is. But it's like, dude, what the fuck is going on with you? Great question. Even he doesn't know. Well, I hope that the move, this kind of rejuvenates him and it can get it figured out because I think the the ergos of the Cowie bike is going to fit him better. The mm-hmm. motor, we know that Mitch found something. Um, but yeah. The only thing that he can hang his head on going into this offseason is is that knowing that when he gets a start, he can beat all these dudes. If you sure. can if you can just focus on that and just keep reminding yourself every day, if that's what you got to do, mind yourself every day. You can beat all of these dudes when you get a start. Dude, Levi just might come out and he just be like, just set the world on fire. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm telling day. I'm telling you, if he gets the mental side of shit figured out, yeah. he can beat all these dudes uh, every time. Mm-hmm. He's proven it. Like, there's yeah. no... I know that we say with a lot of these guys, oh, but if they do this, they do that. No, Levi's just proven it. He's proven it. When he gets a start, he wins. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm, I don't know. And going to his counterpart here, Jordan Smith goes 110 for sixth. Remember how we made the comment about, like, hey, man, wouldn't LA be crazy if he just, because we're going back to Supercross, if he just figures it out and, like, him and Deegan have this wild battle? But this is just Jordan Smith shit. Everybody got all hypey the first moto, and I literally was texting someone, or I think I put it in the group chat. With Second main wasn't them, his and I fault, was, And I was just like, dude, something. Something will happen. Jordan Smith will do Jordan Smith things. But that wasn't his fault, though. I guess. But that's how just that the a, kind how? of luck he has, dude. This is like, yes, it wasn't his fault, but that's No, just, Dylan's side to bonsai him this and Tom. Is, this is just the kind of things that happen to him, though. Like, he cannot put two motos together. Yeah, he but like... He cannot put a season together. The, that like, would happen, though, is not his fault. Like, if you if you're making... If he would have crashed, like, if he would have been out front in the second main... It's not main, his fault, but it's his luck. Okay, that that's true, but that's I want I want to I want to preface the point though is is that if he would have been out front in that second main and he just wadded it, be like yep, that's just Jordan doing Jordan. If he things. was out front, he probably would have, to be honest with you, because this is just how Jordan Smith's career has gone, man. So I'm super happy he's still got a ride for next year. I think he should have one. That's fine. He's obviously fast enough to win. We saw it in Supercross, obviously there last night, but like Jordan Smith's just never gonna put it together, dude. There's some guys they're just never gonna put it together. Jet Reynolds. Jordan Smith, uh, well, those two Pierce are, Brown. Like, Pierce has got to get away from TLD. Like, there's just guys that are just never gonna put it together, bro. So, um, yeah, he goes, he goes one ten for six. That's great. I don't know where he finished overall in the points, but cool. That's Jordan Smith. He had a great ride that first moto. That was great. I mean, he was fucking hauling the mail. Yeah, he walked everybody down. He did. That was cool. But just that's just the way Jordan Smith works. So Pierce Brown goes eight five for seventh. Okay. His lap times were a lot better than I thought. I went back and looked, and I think both mains he posted like the third fastest lap time. Yeah. He's got to get away from TLD, man. He, he really does. does. Uh, Swole goes 6 8 for 8th. Uh, Max Bowling goes 9 7 for 9th. <laughs> Fuck another kid. Tom Vial goes 3 13 for 10th. Shredding. So good in the first main. You want to talk about a deep sleeper for a supercross title pick next year that's my guy this is, this is the fucking guy and that. he even went out and he like his fastest lap time was like four tenths faster than yes. everybody else like dude he was on that it. first one he was shredding. i honestly think it's just once again like he's got to learn to stay in the moment at the end of those mains granted it was five plus one longer than a normal main yeah but i think it's just the mental side of being precise every yeah. lap and just willing to commit to stuff but dude he's 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 fucking rounding into form, man. Like he's mm-hmm. made it. He made it through a whole season, dude. And he's gonna have a whole off season. Here Get whoops figured the, out at the sandbox. Oh, and he's training with Kenny with and, and Chase. Chase. And Kenny. He's gonna be good, man. I agree. He's yeah. gonna be a deep sleep. 
if you put him on the East Coast, deep sleeper. I'm looking forward to it, dude. Uh, I'm yep. really looking forward to it. He's going to be. It would not shock me at all if he can get through the offseason healthy if he just comes out and wins the first round. Yep. Uh, Talon Hawkins goes 11-9 for 11th. Was better those two races than he had been in the previous two. Well, that's his last race on a Husky. So. Well, you know he's going to a KTM, so it's fine. He's going to AEO, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah. I was yeah. like, where's he going? Oh, yeah, AEO. Um, all right. Dylan Schwartz uh, goes 12-11 for 12th. Just decided After he was going to... Just, just Bond's eye, both Smitty and Tom. Yep. Like, bro, what? Come on, just Dylan. What are you doing? Just rock us. Just rock. Just, nah, man, you just leave the door open. I'm going to run it on both of you. Dos Fidanos, it means uh, goodbye. Oh, man, he just took both guys out. Yep. He just, you know, man, if you would have taken out RJ, he'd done the trifecta. Yep, there we are. So, uh, Mitchell Oldenburg goes 13 14. Didn't for even know he was going to show up. Didn't that was know a weird. he was going to show up either. Saw his name on uh, practice day, and I was like, huh. Okay. That's weird. And there he is. Yep. Uh, Colin Park goes 14 15 for 14. Cody Shot goes 15-16 for 15th. Ryder D, 21-12 for 16th. Any idea what happened to him? We're back on Supercross. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. So, okay. Uh, Kilroy goes 16-17 for 17th. Hey, man, at least he didn't break his back. At least he didn't die. Because every time he touches a Supercross track, he breaks his back. Or dies. That, too. <laughs> um... Caden Braswell goes 17-19 for 18th. Derek Kelly goes 19-18 for 19th. Chris Blos goes 20-20 for 20th. Oh, Savage movie did to Varese in the LCQ. Oh, Savage. And then Varese, so and then Varese as they were pulling off the track, thought better of to try to overgive in his face. Yeah. Because I'm like, Josh, you will get laid out. Uh, Luke Neese goes 18-22 for 21st. I wonder, he's been training at the club for a long time. Obviously, he's not on the team, but I really wonder like, if he's I think getting... club's hauling his bike, because I okay, believe cool. he had club graphics yeah. on yeah. at one so did him because obviously Kilroy did. Yeah. Kilroy's contracted by the team. Yeah, but I just wonder what Luke's deal with is. But that's cool. Yeah, and then Hunter Yoder was probably going so. I fast. thought I was fast, and then I realized I was less. Goes twenty two twenty one for twenty. Ah, uh, you know what? I love that kid, man, because he just looks like he's pumped every time. He's great. Good for that kid. He's great. Good so, for that kid. All right, two fifty race recap brought to you by our friends at Adept Creative Co. Uh. Anything else? Who do you think wins MX of Nations? France? France or Australia? I think Australia would be third. Oh, I guess we didn't talk. The one thing we didn't talk about. So Hunter injured his back there. Yeah, man. Coming from someone who knows like what it's like to have back problems, he did not. Did look good. He barely walked. Fragile. Barely could walk. I mean, like they said, he could. Uh, they could have shot him up with some steroids or cortisone or whatever. But um, he is also fragile. You think so? How's his career gone since he's gone over here? I mean, dude, he hasn't been hurt in a long time. What's a long time? <laughs> he's completed the last like three seasons. I got hurt last year. No, he, he got hurt in twenty twenty. Remember Loretta's. He's been, like, he's crashed, but he hasn't, like, I don't think he's missed a season since 2020. 21 he got hurt, too. No, man, he got second in the 250 class, Supercross, remember? Him and Jacob. I don't think he's fragile. I don't know, man. He's had a lot of injuries since I think he did the smart here. thing. I think he did the smart thing. They got a Nations coming up, and then they got uh, look 450 the way, class. The way that looked, good luck. I think it'll be fine. We'll see. It will not shock me, though, if he, uh, if they put another kid in for Australia for MX of Nations and he doesn't go. Yeah, it won't surprise me either because he's got to test that 450. Yeah. 
If he doesn't show up, dude, Australia. Which is funny because he dropped that on live TV last night. Dude, everybody knew. I know that this is supposed to be some big secret and you can't technically say anything until like October, but like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, Cooper Webb switch teams. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Cooper Webb switch teams. <laughs> yeah, right. we didn't really know about that. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Anything else uh, you can think of here? I mean, this is uh, this is it. This is 2023. Will you watch Motocross of Nations? The highlights. You're not gonna watch the races? Probably not. Why? Your boy Jets race, and I thought every time Jets on track, you're like, oh my god. No. Oh, I'm Depends. I don't know when it's on. When is it even? It's on October. The seventh and eighth. I can't remember if the seventh is a Sunday. It's a week from this. Whatever. Yeah, so they yeah, have a week off, and then it's yeah, next. I mean, it's I two know, weeks. Maybe we'll see if I if I happen to be scanning TV channels oh and see God. it. Then sure, but oh. outside of that, no. Wow. Watch the highlights. Not a true fan then. I'll Not a true fan of Jet Lawrence. Got to watch him every time he races, man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. It just doesn't uh, doesn't interest me that much. So I just don't really. That ra- I mean, the race, <laughs> let's face it, the race really, in my opinion, doesn't fucking mean anything. I mean, it must uh, mean something to Jet and Hunter, though. Uh, it, it's great that it means something to those guys, and I'm sure, and it means things to different people. Like, that's fine. But to me, I'm like, okay, there's essentially no title in it. Um, as far as like, say the Olympics of whatever. Okay. But then you have like Timmy G is in a fucking country that like the, like there's nobody else to ride with him. So his team barely fucking makes the main if it does at all. And then they don't do shit. Um, you know, same thing for like Shmoda. look at Shmoda last year. Yeah. Like what happened there? Fucking nothing because the other two guys like just aren't on that level, you know? So it's like, when I got into this here, whenever we started the show, when I really started getting deep into it, like seven, eight years ago, it was like, okay, sweet. Like this is super cool. Olympics of motocross, whatever. And now I'm like, it's a fucking money grab for in front. They make a shit ton of money. No one else makes any money that weekend outside of them. And it's just a money grab to, for them to be literally run the bullshit play of like, well, you're not a fucking proud whatever of your country if you don't fucking come to this race. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. That's what I got to say to that. Fuck you. I'm a huge fucking American patriot. I don't give a fuck about your race. Okay? Sorry. I just don't. It's just there's so much involved in it now that I'm just like, yeah, back in the day, this probably did mean something a lot more than it does now. And now I'm like, I give a fuck less. Yeah. Just because it's like that. I mean... And, and probably the reason it meant a lot and it seemed like a bigger deal back in the day is because we fucking won all the time. And the whole situation of it was, oh, can anybody beat America? Well, and that also, though, but that hits the nail on the head. That also says something about us, though. That but, we only like to do things when we win. But but what I'm... But, okay. But I it's, the, but it's the, not the, even us winning thing, in my opinion. It's kind of like uh, like we talked about, like if Jet goes on this run and he's just winning every single mm. title and every single outdoor race and all this shit like that, like then you're just coming to it to see like, oh, who's going to be the person to beat him essentially, yeah. which is what I feel happened. And I feel like it's a big deal for Europeans because the American riders come there who they don't see all the time. Yeah. So for them, it's a big deal. For me and us, it's like, and, and like now... Having been to a couple where I've seen these guys like, uh, you know, like all, all the Euros that we don't normally get to see. It's like, OK, like I've seen him race, but 
it's not a whole lot different, you know. Like Hurlings is the one that I have I've only seen the one time now, mm-hmm. essentially. So like, yeah, it'd be cool to see him, but he's gonna come over and do a season over here. So yeah. I'll I'll see that when I see it, you know. Um so outside of that, it's like, dude, like it just and again too, it a lot of it stems back to just what I know behind the scenes of like it's fucking bullshit. The whole thing is fucking bullshit. Yeah, I don't know, man. For me, I that shit doesn't like. There's a lot of stuff that I get upset about with promoters, but for me, that stuff doesn't really fucking like. I it pisses me off, but I don't really fucking care. Like, dude, the same shit happens with the Olympics. Like the same shit happens with. Well, the Olympics. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I, I just don't think you can put on an event like that where that stuff's not gonna happen. Okay, but if I'm an Olympic gold medalist, mm-hmm. I can sell myself on that. If I win Des Nations, no one gives a fuck. It literally it just, affects my bank account zero percent if I'm a rider. I think it just all comes down to sometimes you just got to do something for the sake of doing it. I really think so. Sure. I really think so. I think you got to do the sake of doing it. Plain and simple. Like everything can't just mean like, oh, how much money am I to make for doing this, or how much am I going to do with that, or like. Well, I think I'm not like, saying that, but but what needle does it move for a rider? Period. Just do it for the sake of doing it. Like, like you, you, like, get, you like, get the you get the distinction of representing your country, not the pride thing. Okay, like, but you were is, picked to do it. This is that brainwashing bullshit they've put into you, though. Is like, oh, no, I'm they gonna wrap, they I'm gonna wrap they, myself. They in haven't the flag bra- they haven't brainwashed and me, go dude. do this for free. You know, whatever. It's like Jed no. Hunter. Uh, clearly, when you have see, here's here's they where are, I disagree. But, they're the two best in our series. Yeah. And they're doing it and they don't even ride for our country. But they want they okay, so here is why it's still important to them. Their country has not experienced that. If they go here the next couple of years and rattle off a couple of these wins, they're not gonna go back either. They're gonna be like, This is fucking dumb. And I still think this all the see, this is why I say the difference between eras, different to eras. Because you talk like R V talked about this when we got waxed in twenty eighteen. Yeah. And then Stu and Ricky and all those guys, the difference is is the guy the they didn't care if they made money or not. They were going there to prove that we're still the best country in the world mm-hmm. as far as racing goes. Because that's the way I look at it as just go and prove that you're better than all these guys because you don't race them all the time. Yeah. Like it's the one time deal. So that makes it even a little bit more, it makes it harder, but that makes it a little bit more special. You like to have that one fucking day, you are the best in the world and you can beat your chest for 364 days that you were better. And that's where the competition, and that's where I come from. Yeah, is, but it's because still, it's still so jaded because of the way it's set up. Like, okay, it, well, cool. it's not if you jaded. Wanted, if you wanted to bring in, was it jaded last year? If you wanted to bring in, was it jaded last the year? The top ten, there still was it jaded last year. There when is we won? still an there. There is still an essence of, or there's still a an asterisk to an extent because Hurlings wasn't there. No, but do you think any of our guys looked at it that way? Dude, I, I don't mean, think Justin Cooper, or Chase Sexton, Eli maybe because I think he always wants to race hurlings, but I don't think yeah, any of those guys. Like I said, there's just it's the idea behind it is, you know, the best motocross guy in the world, mm-hmm. or the best whatever. But the way it's set up, like that's not what it is. Cuz let's face it, there's been years here that dude, if Timmy G's team makes that or you know, if Timmy G's racing those guys, he waxes all of them. There's been a couple of years here, not every year, okay? Timmy G just waxes all of them. Hurlings waxes all those mm-hmm. guys, you know, whatever. And then again, too, like, it's one fucking day. And we all know that showing up for one fucking day, something will happen to you. But that just makes it more it special, though, because it's the one time. It's the one time. You have to be perfect for a day. I'd rather see, 
Dude, I'd rather see Mathis's idea. I'd rather see a No, I would too. I'd rather see the super motocross three race playoff thing. I would too. Like we've seen here where we have where we bring the top ten from the MX two and the top ten from the two fifty and same with the with the uh what's it called with the four fifty yeah. class and we do a three round Oh yeah, that would be a lot better and you know, hybridish track, maybe not even anywhere close to a supercross e thing, like it would be perfect. We just do three rounds at speedways where we can build a slightly bigger track where we can have some steeper jumps and stuff. No rhythm sections or maybe I agree. some, some mellower ones type deal, but, but let's, let's do that. Let's do a three race series at the end of the year and let's see who the fuck is the baddest in the world at riding a fucking dirt bike. Yeah, no, I agree. That would be much, much better, that, but that's not what we have. That's because this to me, it doesn't, it like, it doesn't, it doesn't show anything. It shows that you showed up one fucking day. You woke up on that day and you, I mean, look at the teams that we've sent sometimes that have won. I mean, we just talked about one there with Isaac. You sent Dungy, Tedesco and Weimer. But at the see, but here's the problem with making that comment. And this goes back to everybody likes to say, Oh, it was Weimer Tedesco. Dude, Weimer won a supercross championship that year. He was the, he had podiumed a bunch. He had led races over here. Tedesco is Ivan Tedesco. He's a multi-time champion and Dungy just won. So the only time you can say is the 2017 when we sent Zacco Covington outside of that, all the teams we have sent in the last 20 years. Okay. But 2017 is a prime example too. Yeah. And we we still had, at least we still had Zacco who had just won an MX two or 250 championship. Yeah, But but this is what I'm saying is like, okay, so we sent those guys. Great. Cool. That's not what about, that's not the best of our, what about when we sent Cooper Webb, Jason Anderson and Jeremy Martin. So, okay. Yeah. So we sent those. So we sent a really fucking good team. I, more times than not, we send a really good team. Yeah. More times than so, not. So like that. Debate However, just... in more recent years, again, it hasn't been. I mean, like, look at last year. Last year, we sent basically close to the best. 2018 team we wasn't a good could. team. 2018. We had we Eli Tomat. We had both champions in both classes. Yeah. So, OK. Yeah. And like And like I said, I said, most times we send a very, very good team. But especially in recent years, it's like, dude, that we haven't always sent the best. So it's like, dude, I, again, I got one it's year. so I got, jaded. I got one year. We haven't set a good team. 2017. One year. We haven't sent a good team. Dude, we sent one year. We sent fucking Dungy Barsha. Who did we send? Who did we send in 19? Who went in 2019? Yeah. Shit. Where were we even? In, we didn't go in 2019. Oh, Aston. Oh, yeah. We sent Zacho, Jason Anderson, and Justin Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. So again, pretty good fucking team. Pretty, pretty good. So. And we still got dog slapped. But yeah. But. Well, Justin Cooper also got torpedoed. I was going to say. But it, but again, too, it's like, like I said, it's a fucking one day thing. It's stupid. It's one day. You've got the ping pong ball, ping pong ball draw for gate picks. I mean, dude, it's just, it's all so fucking dumb. I just look just, at the man. There's hey. just zero sense to it. And then, you know, and then like you said, and then like I say, you want to hang on to that fucking wrap yourself in the flag. All right, cool. I'll even give you that. But then, but then too, it's just like, what? like, I don't know, man. It's, it's just not, it, it worked more back in the day than it does now, but the event needs to evolve now compared to what it was. That's all I'm saying. It needs to evolve. Honestly, man, I'm going to say, I've said this before, but it's a very controversial statement. I think that it's just, we get pissed off over here when we don't win. Plain and simple. We get pissed off when we don't win. We get upset about this race because we don't win. Last year was fucking great. We broke the curse or streak or whatever you want to call it. But up until that point, everybody always got angry when we don't win. 
Dude, it's life. Shit. I'm not. Go. I'm not angry about not winning. Like, like there, I understand there are guys that yeah, are that way. A, I, I completely understand yeah. what you're Look, saying. Look, man, there. life isn't fair, and a lot of shit goes wrong. Just learn to deal with it. It's about being a grown ass adult. I'm not, but I, but that's not that's not the point. I'm, no, not for I'm you. It's not for from. you. Not for yeah. you. But it's a lot that I hear. Everybody's like, ah, oh, man, like we didn't win. Like, why the fuck do we go to this event? We don't win, dude. Do you realize how many countries would love to have the pick of guys that we do over in this country? Mm-hmm. We have outside of France and now Belgium, but mostly France. Yeah. You just said it with Slovenia and Japan. These countries can't even find three dudes. Yeah. Dude, we could find 10 in each class and send a team that would at least make the mains. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I get your point, and, and to an extent, I agree with you. But also, dude, I think that there's sometimes, and I think this is just a day and age that we live in, sometimes you just got to be willing to say, fuck it. And But, I mean, even, okay, let's, let's just take the U.S. out of it. Look at France. How many years does France send not their three best dudes? And I know I understand they still win, and that's fine. That's cool. That's not the point I'm making. I'm just saying, you want to say it's the best of the best. But they found a way to win, though. Okay, Okay, so they found a way to win without their best guys. But I'm still saying, you want to promote this event as Mm -hmm. it's the Olympics, the best of the fucking best. But then the best of the best aren't all in the main. They're not really racing each other. Like, they're the team thing, it's all... What like weaves and bobs and everything it's like it's it's just one of those things that again it was a great event before now it's got to evolve and it hasn't it's not going to it's not going to change not as long as in front keeps making millions of fucking dollars off the back well they're the only people that are going to be able to promote it that's that's just the way it is so that again it will it will continue to be that way until all these all these guys kind of start standing up and just going, look, dude, I'm not gonna fucking go do this. But anymore. they're not. They're not. They're always gonna so, do it. They're always gonna do it. Like Americans, maybe, because we've already been there. But you're still gonna get the French team, you're still gonna get the belt, you're still gonna get every one of those dudes that'll go do that race. I'll be honest, if you get like five years in a row where the US team doesn't go, I don't think the event fucking really Nah, happened. that think, ra- that race that out. race doesn't need the Americans to go. You want to bet? Yeah. Yeah, they, you, don't, they do you, don't. They don't need. They don't need us do to go. Think, how do you think twenty twenty went? You think anybody gave a shit really about it? They still held the event. Uh, that's great, and they will still hold. And the they'll event. still continue. That's cool, hold, yeah. but I'm just saying. You don't no think they go to get, France if when every time they go to France and America doesn't go, that place is going to be fucking packed to the gills? Yeah, it will be. French fans are the craziest fucking motocross fans in the world. They'll still be packed to the gills because when they okay. see France win, they get about it. Belgium has now all of a sudden got a influx of talent. If they ever go back to Belgium, Belgium, if they win, they'll be all about it. Spain, now that you got a champion in Prado and Fernandez and David Braceras, they'll they'll be all about it. Like th- this is the thing that I don't think a lot of us, and it's fine because a lot of Americans don't watch the GPs or you get like casual like you, you watch the highlights or whatever, is over there. Like, we see the turnouts as far as riders. We're like, what the fuck is this? This isn't a real series. Mm -hmm. But every time you go to an actual legitimate, like, you go to France, you go to Belgium, you go to... Dude, the last race that they had, the last whatever the sand race was, is that Liam finally got his first overall. They didn't have any place to park fans because they over... They sold more tickets than they anticipated. Yeah. They'll continue to have the race and they'll be just fine. There are events... I don't, I don't think it'll. If the U.S. literally quit going, we did not send a team at all. And I'm not talking for one year. I'm talking years on it. Yeah. We just finally were like, "Fuck it, yep. this isn't even worth our time anymore." Which is honestly what I think we should do. Mm. Then, 
I don't think the event goes just in perpetuity. I think it eventually dies off because they're just they're just the U.S. <clears throat> is the biggest draw outside of say the local. So okay, we go to France. The French people are fucking stoked. You go to Belgium. Okay, the Belgian people are fucking stoked. Whatever. But outside of that, the U.S. is the people. Yeah, because that we, are there. they don't race them all year. Exactly. But they still show up to outside, all the GPs. Outside of that, it's just another GP, dude. But they'll still have the event, and people will still come, and it'll still be packed to the gills, and they'll still have the race. I look, think, dude, it's because you don't look. I, I get it, it but I you, think it'll lose. It'll nah, lose man, stuff without the American. I don't think so. Because I, then, because then, too, all this, all of a sudden, the rumbling's going to be like, oh well, America wasn't there. America I don't think those fans there. give a shit about that. I don't think the I don't think the fans care as much as the riders would care. The fans, dude, is their country wins. That's all they give but a shit see, about. But you just you're just proving my point. Because once it starts to wane like that, okay, then, but they'll then, still then show other, up. Then other riders are going to start not going because they're going to be know, like, man. "What the fuck is the?" They're going to start to be like, "What the fuck's the point?" Much like the Americans are, where it's like, "Dude, it doesn't fucking matter." Because, but a lot of those guys over there still want to represent their countries to an extent. Like I said, there's. Look, dude, I'm, there's, tell, I'm telling you, lot, those guys do shit lot, There's a lot of that whole thing there that runs around or that works because of the United States involvement. If the United States involvement stops, then there's all there's. It's kind of like death by a thousand cuts. It's not necessarily a huge chunk all at once. But it's like, okay, cool. The U.S. stops going. Okay, so now you're losing this percentage of fans because they only went to the race to see the U.S. guys anyway that they don't get to see. Okay, now because those fans aren't going, the then the um, there's other riders that are like, oh, well, these fans aren't going, so do we really go? I don't know. And I think you would start to see like a lot of the little countries really start to fall off too of like well if they're not going to go why the fuck would we spend our money yeah. to go because we don't even have money period yeah. okay and then what you'll start to see is you'll you would start to see um the different riders start to go because the talk like yes i understand that it's going to be a lot of u.s media talking and and then that will start to like slowly spread its way into europe of like well the u.s guys aren't there so like what like it's it's not a fucking thing because because the big talk around 2020 at least in the media around here is like well we didn't even send a fucking team so like whatever you know like like the race didn't the race didn't get coverage here in 2020 like it does when we send a team i mean it was still on cbs sports well i understand that i'm talking about media coverage like there wasn't all the racer X stuff and everything covering the event in 2020. And I understand we had a pandemic, so that adjusted things a bit, but it just wasn't 2020 definitely showed a hole in it. If the U S doesn't go. And once that hole becomes permanent, it's going to start to make it fall apart. The G like, I'm not saying it just ends abruptly. That's not what I'm saying at all. And I'm not saying the event just just like falls apart. Like I said, I think it's death by a thousand cuts. I think it just the U.S. would be the block that would start to tip the tower over as far as that event going away or having to make a massive, massive adjustment to what the fuck is happening with it to make the U.S. guys come back to make things happen. Because, I mean, dude, here's the thing right now. Like we can say it's not about the money. But the problem is, is it's about the money to get us there. Well, yeah. Like, I'm not even saying paying the guys. Yeah. I'm saying, do you want to know why Star's not going? 
Star isn't going because they not they don't want to spend yeah. fifty sixty thousand dollars to send Deegan. No, I get that. No, I don't, like, I don't argue like that. That point. is a big thing. Kawasaki won't go because of DeCoster. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason that all three dudes are riding fucking Austrian whatever bikes. Austrian bikes. Yeah. So like, and like when that's the point you're getting to. And granted, yes, Honda is obviously sending Jet and Hunter, so they're still supporting it, and they said they would support Chase, and they did all sorts mm-hmm. of workings to, you know, whatever. But you're getting short on the manufacturer side here. Yeah. If Kawasaki's not doing it, Yamaha's like, hey, we're only going to go every couple of years or something because it costs so fucking much. So now the only brick left to fall is Honda, and then you're down to a fucking Austrian group going? Like, okay, now we're now we've taken the rider pool we had and we automatically cut that in half because literally Kawasaki will not go as long as Rogers involved in it. I think Honda will always set, will always go if Jet and Hunter want to go. Yes, but I just I get, look I don't dispute enough. how much money it cost to go to this race. That has never been something I've disputed. I just I look at it as is like it comes down to just take some pride. Okay, but okay, but that but that is. It's always uh, cost us money to I, go I to these races. I understand that. Okay, and I'm sorry if I didn't um, explain that well enough. The money that it costs to go is the big thing. Okay, so for yeah. example, if Eli Tomac can go and not have to spend ten or twenty thousand dollars of his own money to take his whole group over there, does he think it's going to be free? Do they think it's this is this is where I guess I ask the question is is okay. I understand not wanting to spend the money. I get that. That's obvious. Nobody ever wants to spend that. But how much? Okay, so but this is what how I'm much say- do you think you're going to spend that? Do you think you're going to go for free? Like the GP teams aren't going to this race for free. It still costs them money to fly and get all their shit, especially the fact that they have to do it differently than we do. Well, they don't just yeah. drive their fucking rigs to the races. I, I understand that. So, like, but this is this. But is that's my question this to is you. Something else has been brought up though. Like, okay, if we're gonna do them, um, if we're gonna do them um in Europe or whatever, where we go and we have to mm-hmm. take this many people because you have to have. Yeah. There, there's a certain like, amount of infrastructure. Yes. I understand we take an overabundance of yeah. people, but there's a certain amount of infrastructure and people that yes. we have to take in order for these guys to perform at their highest level. Yes, okay. Totally. I get that. That's nobody, fine. Uh, nobody disputes that. Okay. Um, so if we are going to do it that way, then it's been talked about like, okay, then every two years, three years, we need to be in the U.S. Okay. But the problem is, is that in front's a pain in the ass to work well, with. Well, and that also makes it so. That also, it, it's like the problem up. with that is too is is then okay is the is the French team going to stand up? Well, yeah. And then every two years we need to be in France. In Belgium team, every two years we need to be in Belgium. Like this is the problem that I have, and this is not me being anti-American because I fucking bleed red, white, and blue. But this is the problem that we have in this country. We think everything is about us. Like I get it, the money. But if you're going to start doing well, then every two years it needs to be in America. Then France, okay, every okay, two years but, we're going to go okay, to France. Okay, sorry, we're I'm I'm off track here again. I'm not just saying this for the U.S. Yes, they should be paying. Okay, okay. It it's been it's been proposed here. I've seen it, heard it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Of like, it it should almost be like a uh, uh like a Formula One system. Okay, okay. So like, there should be a pile of money here, okay. for lack of a better term, from in front mm-hmm. to bring. The top ten teams from the year before that I can agree with. Okay, that I agree with. That or yes. or you know or say like first through fifth place gets you know this many hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, sixth through tenth gets this many hundreds thousands of dollars. Tenth or eleventh through fifteenth you get 
$100,000 to bring your team, you know, uh, uh, something yeah, like that. that down to like, down a, to like a manufacturer's cup type. Yes. Thing. That I agree with. Yes. Yeah. That is what I'm, I, I was, sorry, I wasn't just talking about the U.S. Yeah. in specific. Then I agree. Obviously, yeah, it's I a big deal for us, and that's a big thing that we deal with over here. But I'm just saying, that's where it should be. Oh, yeah, that I agree with. Like, we like, should. If you do that, even if you don't pay the riders, okay, cool, let's wrap ourselves in fucking flag pride or whatever, fucking whatever the fuck, believe in that bullshit deal, whatever the fuck, but there shouldn't be a cost to the riders yeah. or the teams because here's the thing too, like, okay, we're they're not budgeting for it. This has been talked about a lot. Like, they don't set their budget. It's kind of like the SMX stuff. It wasn't budgeted for any of these teams to go to SMX this year. Yeah. So... I don't know, man. It's no, that just, I can, that I can agree with. Like no. I said, that's 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 where my head's at. Is something needs to be set up like that? Even if you're not going to evolve the whole thing, uh, like like you know, make it different, make it a series, whatever. You need to make changes. do the financial side of things with the teams. Yeah, because we know from the ones we've gone to, you're making fucking un. Oh, dude, I was, a, money I was in Buds in, one I was in, weekend. Buds, I was yeah. in Buds in 07. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I was even in Thunder Valley in 2010, and that was one of the lesser ones, and they still made a lot of money. Yeah, like you're making, and and that's what you think the track is making, let alone what the promoter oh, itself is making. Oh, so dude, it's like, uh, Jonathan, so, Jonathan Beasley at Buds Creek almost went bankrupt because, and I think a lot of people have heard this story. They, they talked about that. And, and somebody, oh, it's a some, real Somebody fucking, was like, I don't know that that's fucking true. Like, no, I've, I've heard from somebody that's really good friends with Jonathan that that, I don't know. Okay, let me preface this, and I'm not going to name names. Maybe not bankrupt, but it almost made the track go away. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, how do you bankrupt do that might with that be, many people? Bankrupt there? might be a little bit of a strong term. Yeah, but let's just say there was a big talk of we don't know if Bud's Creek might be around too. Which I'm like, I'm like, how do you lose money that weekend? If Look, I, that honestly, man, people? I don't know because there was a fuck ton of people. Yeah. I think that we had over a hundred thousand that race because, yeah. like, I couldn't even walk. But yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. Look, man, the whole point is, for me, I always love MX of Nations. Yes, when we don't go, it sucks. But here's the thing. Even if we didn't go, Jet and Hunter are coming over. They're mm-hmm. the two champions in our series. That's like a gauge point. Like, yeah. hey, those guys are here. They want to fucking win for their team. It's one of the best teams they've had since the Chad Reed, Brett Metcalf, Andrew McFarland days. Yep. Probably the best team they've had since those days. Yep. Like, hey, man, can Australia pull off? the? Because look, dude, if Australia, it doesn't matter how good Jet and Hunter are. Racing that race in France is rough. If they somehow can pull off that win, that would be fucking huge be for them. It'd be real. It'd cool. be insane because it'd be cool. It'd be like, oh my god, because like I said, racing that race in France mm-hmm. is fucking tough. Yep, like you almost get mobbed by fans and beat up because it's like be awesome. They take shit wild. So like for me, even if we weren't going. I would want, like, I don't know, man. I always, I don't forget all of the bullshit that goes on with it. But, like, when I sit down and watch that race, I just try to, like, look at it for it's just the race. And then I get annoyed by all the other shit. But, like, when I watch that race, I don't think about all the shit that goes into it. I'm just like, okay, zip, race is over with. All right, now this is fucking stupid. Like, all the shit that just, like, the fucking Canada. Dude, Canada's tried to make it to this race, like, every fucking year for I don't know mm-hmm. how long. Ireland, which has never fucking even seen the top ten as far as I'm aware yeah. of, and they fucking still send a team. Mm-hmm. Can we give them a little bit of money? They go with the same fucking dudes well, that's every what I, that's year. That's what I'm saying. The top 20 teams from fucking the year Martin before. Martin Barr, Stuart Edmonds, and some <laughs> other dude. It's the same fucking guys for, like, the last 20 years. And, I mean, it should literally be a situation of the top 20 teams from the year before who made the who made the A-Main. Yeah. 
Get, I agree. Get get a payout. And, yeah, that and I agree. It should with. be structured, you know. And maybe it's maybe it's a hundred grand for the first five teams or something. You know, like whatever, dude. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, do make something happen because what what's happening right now isn't working. So yeah, no, I agree with that. I will tell you too that like since I've come into it, and this may just be a new school part of me here, is that like outside of us going to the to yeah. the ones here, it's the race still isn't a fucking big deal to me. Like I I don't know. I I'm that's one of the sides of me that's just like I'm not that core. Yeah, it's so, a different time. Once again, though, it is a different era. Yeah, you. like maybe if I grew up in the nine or like if you'd if have grown I, up for the through the if you would have been if there, I'd have been there through, through the nineties, like, the like watching days, it yeah. and seeing it and stuff. Like I can appreciate the history of it. Yeah. That's fine, but like to me, still, it's like I, I don't really it it doesn't really do anything for me. You know, it's and like, there is a part of it too, the fact that the last year was the first time I won in a long time. Yeah, all right. This race is different when we win. Yeah, if we win a lot, people look at it different. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, dog. Cool. All right, so that's been uh, episode number 252. This has been the 2023 season. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Really appreciate it. Yep, another year down. Yep, another year down. Um, as I said, I'm going to be doing some um, some just random short-form videos, like as news things pop, kind of pop up here over the next uh, next about month and a half, two months. Um, I've got a couple of interviews kind of lined up here um, for some more long-form. Spicy. Yeah, we're not going to do any actual shows. No, show won't. 253 will be our Supercross preview show. You won't see these ugly mugs and the really ugly mug that sits in that chair normally for, yeah. what, there'll be There will be some of my face, but yeah, until, uh, until like two weeks before... Anaheim there. Your screen, your screen, your computer screens, or however you watch these, won't be breaking because of the ugly people yeah. you see on the screen. So, um, so thanks everybody for tuning in. Make sure to check out our sponsors. Links in the description down below. And uh, yeah, we will see Thank everybody. Yeah, we'll see everybody as far as the main show goes here for the uh, 2024 Supercross Mind preview blown. show. Made it through another year. God, it was a long year. How many years is this for? Is this seven? It's going to be seven in 2024 because we not Six. well. I mean, technically, if you want to seven. Seven years and a month, because we actually did the very first 17, show. 17, right? It was the first year. But we did the very first show technically when it was still 2016. Yeah, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So it's going to be so year eight, eight. Year eight. We're year starting eight. our eighth year. Wow, man. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Okay.